Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Let's see. Did it come? Check, Did it get check, delivered? Check. I love when I get a message that says, package has been delivered. All right. So there is one thing I noticed last, last week again. What's that? You're starting to do this again. Oh, man. All right. You're like, one minute you're like per perfect, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you, you sound like you're turning away, and you go over here, and then it's like for like 20 minutes you're like talking like this, and then all of a sudden it sounds like you come back. How does that happen? I don't know. Point it out to me, man. <laughs> I can show you if you want me to. No, I mean during the show. Point it out to me. So the only, thing, the only advice I can give you is work the mic. Okay. Always be vigilant to your volume le level in your head. I know, but you told me if I feel like I'm going to get loud to back up. And right. Maybe that's why but when I you tried. talk normal, like, always remember that how, how you sound right now, like talking into a microphone, always know that that level, your normal talking level should be the sound that about goes into the mic. So if you're going to get loud, you can back up a little little bit, then you can get loud and it, and it equals out. But when you're just normally talking, like conversating. Okay. You should be like, all right, I'm sorry. I apologize. Because I was like, fuck. In some parts, you could barely hear what you were saying. Damn it. <laughs> Why like, didn't you like dub it in? And this I is couldn't. your Gidget. No, I, like, it was a whole ep 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 <laughs> like episode. You could have just like, added it like, this is Gidget turning away from the microphone. No. I, was like, <laughs> I, mean, I tried to normalize it out, but it was really okay. Yeah, little. you better not be quitting on me. We got a lot to discuss. Have, have I ever said I was quitting the show? No. Or made any mention that I was going to? No. Look, I printed out this whole thing on Amherst. <laughs> nice. I was at work and I was like, I need to, I need to be, make it look like I'm not researching ghost stuff at work. So I can't be on my phone. So let me just print a bunch of shit and I'm going to highlight it <laughs> and read it at the register. <laughs> Whatever works, works. Definitely fucking worked, All man. Right, so let me pull up. I can't believe winter's Fox. over, basically. I want snow. We ain't getting no snow this year. I'm so upset about that. I'm not. I am. I wanted to... Scully loved snow last year, but it's we great. didn't... But it's I didn't... Great. But I did... It's great. Take I her to the Poconos. To, I didn't get to play with her Take her to the Poconos. Plenty of snow up there. Big <sighs> snow. Such a it's everywhere. Drive. It's not that far. You can you do it. Whoa, all right. You listening? I guess we're going to... Relive! I was told that I played too loud, too, so I have things that I need to work with once in a while. I got some good uh, criticism the other day. I was just talking to Rick. We were talking, and I was like, is there anything you could, you could suggest about the show? And, you know, we were bouncing ideas back. And I was like, all right, dude, I'm getting back on the audio. You're getting back on the audio. I'm gonna make it try and make it sound perfect again. Uh, what, 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 what did you get lack? A little bit. I stopped editing as deep. Houston, we have a problem. It was fine. I didn't need to. We still Rick said still it was like a nine out of ten. He said the only problem was that my clips were too loud. <laughs> and you were inconsistent with your voice. <laughs> I said I know. I've been trying to get her to figure out how to talk on the mic for five years now. I don't understand. Usually I, I perch my feet up here and I'm right in front of it. I don't know. I mean, it's 
Just I listen listen to it. last week's episode. I You'll don't hear understand it. it at all. But thank you, Rick. So uh, yeah, and I was like, all right, I need to get back on getting. Yeah, like, you need making... to make a new. Um, I'm, I am. I'm going to make some new intros. We need some Project Blue Book stuff in there, like Quinn going. Come on, Doc. <laughs> you serious, talk Doc? I'm going to talk to him. That's like his line in the show. I'm going to talk to him. Do you really believe this, Doc? <laughs> Maybe it was space aliens, Doc. <laughs> that was weird when he said that. He looked weird when he said yeah, it. Yeah, like he wanted to burst out in laughter. Like It was, it was kind of like, yeah. All right, we'll get into Blue Blue yeah, here. Yeah. But this is 219, I believe it is. Something like that. 219? 219. 219? Uh, oh, we didn't get glasses. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so you do an introduction. Okay. I'll go get some glasses. All right. So what's up, guys? We are the XD Experience. I'm Inspector Gidget. Agent M has went to go get us beer glasses because we got five different beers, and we figured we would share them equally so we can each get a taste of them. So in the meantime, I'm going to spew out some some of our love. Uh, you can call and leave us a voicemail, 1-802-483-3682. Come on, guys. Leave us a voicemail, even if it's just like... You fart in the phone. I don't know. Just leave us a voicemail. And then check us, check out our uh, Facebook page and our Instagram. I'm going to start posting on Instagram a lot more. Uh, I feel or, like we get more like I got talk and more like um, personal relations on Facebook. I feel like on Instagram, it's, you don't really get that. Yeah, it's a lot of likes. Yeah, you know, it's not, you don't get to really talk to people. All right, so beer situation, let me let me get that out of the way right now, uh, not to interrupt you. Or I anything. already told them what was going on with the beer situation. What did you tell them? Because I wasn't five here. different beers. And did did you tell them from where, why it's no, here? No, no. Well, that's part of the goddamn point. So you didn't explain it. So, Rick from Man Cave Musings. Rick. Rick sent me a six pack. I already drank oh, one. Sorry, he gave me an order to try you them in. Saved it for a week. I did. I saved those those five. I did. Oh, I did drink one. But he did so get sweet. he did give me an order to drink them in. So we're gonna have to. We may not get through them all tonight. We may. We'll see. Um, but we're gonna go through an order. I'm gonna pull up his. Uh, these are all local from Austin. Uh, but it's I'm gonna not local to us. <laughs> well, I know his local. I know. And so I'm going to said, well, he's from he lives in Texas, so it's local in Austin. It's not Austin local beer. in Delaware. I didn't say it was local in <laughs> Delaware. Um, all right. So he, he these are the beers that we got. And he gave me a uh, a list to run them in the. Uh, Lopelin Rodeo, which I already drank. So sorry about what that. The fuck? So the next one. Now I'm all off rotation. So on number two, which is the beer we're going to start with tonight is Art Car. You see that? Should say art car. Uh, with a big A on it. Well, there's there's a couple different A's, so just you do you want me to do this? Oh, I see it, I see it, I see it. There should be an art. Yes, I see it. So we gotta drink that one. Yeah, but and then there's a double art car, so make sure you're getting the right one. Yep. So art the car. The regular is blue. The double is red. All right, so that's the one we're gonna start off with uh, first up. So let me see that can, and I'll explain to everybody what uh what's going on yeah, with that one. It's a king. Or so is that a pope? This is pretty cool that Rick sent these. Uh, it's always nice to try beers that you can't get um, around here, and these Locally. are these are definitely ones that we can't. So, all right, this is out of Austin. Uh, well, here, can you finish the rest of the rotation so I know how to set them up in the fridge? All right, well, then next up, it's going to be Citra. Should Ones should just say Citra. After the double? No. Art Car, Citra, Haze, Austin Beer Works, then double. The double goes last. <clears throat> you got that? Yep. Double goes last. So this is brewed and canned by St. Arnold Brewing Company in oh, Austin, Texas. It makes sense now. 
So it's a very hoppy American <laughs> IPA, 7.1 alcohol. So I'm kind of interested to try this one. So let's crack it open and uh, we'll get cracking on this. Smell it. What does it smell like? Like beer. You're no fun. I am fun. You don't smell like notes of honey and no, that's, citrus that's, and that's dumb. And and smelling of feet and Fritos. Why would I smell feet? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Some beer smells like that. <laughs> I've never drank beer that smelled like feet. Oh, come on. If it smelled yes, like feet, have. I'm if it smelled like feet, I'm out. Yes, you have. No, I'm not. I want to go to R2 Hop 2 this year. Do they still have that? We should go together. Probably. I I've been to it once. I've been once. It was really fun. I want to go. Let's go. It's planned. All right, let me see which one I want. You're going to give me the one with the most foam. I know it. <laughs> well, you... they both got the same amount of alcohol. So they do not matter. have the same amount of foam, though. <laughs> do you want more, one with less foam? Fine, just give me the foam. I, really I always care. get the foam. I... Always. All right, well, drink the fucking foam. Gosh. That might be my Amazon package. <laughs> Mine just got delivered. I just got notification. <laughs> uh, but, see, hold on. I, I was trying to show you this earlier. So, I hate it because every time I get a notification, you know how they take a picture now? Mm-hmm. And they're like, look, tell us how we did. It sucks because, like, I had that spray paint accident in the house. Now you all you see is spray paint on your floor? On the <laughs> on the front porch thing where they leave the packages. I need to get, like, um, uh, something to clean it up. Or cover it up. <laughs> or cover it up. But, yeah, so every time they, they put it and they do the picture, I'm like, motherfucker. Because it was black spray paint that exploded in my house and I got, barely got it outside. <laughs> So if it was red, someone would think I was dragging a body because it looks that atrocious. <laughs> yeah, look, it says it's a couple stops away. I don't know when that was, but that might have been upstairs. All right, so here we go. St. Arnold, this is the uh, art car. Got a little bite. It's pretty fucking good. Mm. It's different tasting. Definitely. But didn't you say that you got tired of, like, normal IPAs around here? Well, not just... No, they just... Look, there's... A lot of IPAs, after you make like 900 of them around here and you start drinking them, a lot of them start tasting kind of similar. So it's nice to know when people like can switch things up. But when you go across the fucking country, the things taste a little bit differently. They use different water. Mm -hmm. the, the hops are grown in maybe a different temperature and atmosphere, which give them a little little different taste. So you a get a little... Zing. But yeah, so beer over here, no, while it could be made more, the same way both places, it might taste a little di different. That's, that's a, true. True fact. That's always fun. I like it so far. All right. All right, so let's get into get going this. this. I already gave you about our stuff. Um, Avenue 5. That show is bagging me the fuck up. Hugh Laurie is amazing. Yeah. Um, You need to watch it. There's only five episodes of like a half an hour each. Come on, you gotta watch something I watch. Either that or you gotta go back and watch the boys so we can fucking talk shit the all like I wanna spoil the boys so bad. I'll get there. Can you please like do it immediately? The boys are Barry, please. I'm look, I got things right now. You're, you're not watching The Walking Dead now, so No, I've been binging on X Men, the animated <sighs> series. Come on. On Disney Plus. You don't wanna watch the new um Harley Quinn one with Alan Taduck as the Joker? Is that one on there? Is that on the DC network? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't looked. I do know that Red Sun came out on animated like yesterday or today. So I'm, I will be watching that. That's good. That's good. That's I good. still don't have good. Disney Plus. That's not on Disney Plus. Oh, shit. The glue just separated. That's what happens when you get cheap glasses. First of all, they're not cheap. <laughs> this is from me slamming my head into a wall by accident. By accident? You, yes. sure, you sure about that? Yes. Because sometimes I wonder. I'm like, I don't know. And the lens popped out, accident. and I had to fix it with nail glue. 
Well, there's your problem right there. <laughs> Nail glue on glasses. Fuck you, okay? <laughs> I had at the moment. It's called being fucking MacGyver, bitch. But it didn't work. Step up. Yes, it did. It just broke. It's been like this for two weeks. It's just now starting to come loose. Oh, so you were lazy and not fixing it in, in the two weeks since? Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> It was fine. No one notices. Mm. My hair is always in the way on this side. Anyway, oh, yeah. no one notices. Fuck you, man. Where's your glasses? Upstairs. Why aren't you wearing them? You're old. You're supposed to wear them all the time now. I can't see. I like the guessing game. Like the guessing game? Yeah. Walk How around. many fingers am I holding up? I don't know. 24. Fuck if I know. I was thinking of that meme you posted. <sighs> that was weird. That was really strange. I don't know what was happening. It was like a wave. Yeah. It, it was, was like weird. a wave of hands. It was like a squid of hands. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it was very strange. It was. Uh, I have been, like I said, I have been watching that stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about Blue Book, like you said, and... Some other stuff. Some news. What, what, what you got for news? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Bradley Cooper uh-huh. is gonna might be playing Barry Gibbs. Do, do we really need that? No, because <clears throat> we already have Justin Timberlake and Jimmy <laughs> Like I, f- I feel like I don't even care about that. Like... Okay. But I bet you if they dropped mm. a trailer, you'd be like, all right. Never I'm really in. cared enough about the Bee Gees. Neither did I. But I think it's just that he's just, they're funny characters. But I think maybe mm. because. I don't need it. Because Justin and Jimmy it. made it. You I don't know need what it. I mean? Right. I don't need it. I don't know, man. I'm good with this All right. One. So last don't week. Need, don't um, need In Today in History. Last week. <laughs> Thomas Edison patented the phonograph. Mm. So one week ago today. <laughs> I had this plan since last week, so I'm Thomas like, Edison. Yes, he patented the phonograph. The old Edison. Yes, the old Edison. The stealer of all. Got to battle out Tesla. Yep. Um. So I went. I do get. That's what Tesla did. Okay. At the fair. Okay. When he lit all the light bulbs for like next. To I don't want to talk about him in the fair because then he lit an elephant on fire. He was trying to prove a point. Drastic times calls for drastic no, measures. No, you couldn't do that to a person. Why would Why you do that you to a, a person? Why would somebody volunteer for that? People volunteer. There was the one guy who went to jail because he posted something on on online. He wanted to eat somebody, and somebody said, "Okay, you can eat me." Right. And then started and? with the penis, and then the, the so people volunteer for a bunch of shit. I'm saying it happens. Okay. So someone could have volunteered, but nobody did. Because they probably didn't ask. They were like, let's just use this animal. It can't talk, so. <laughs> it can talk. Shut the fuck up. I've seen movies where they talk. I've seen movies where they talk. I've seen movies where dogs seen talk. It? You seen it? No, I saw it. Do you talk to your dogs? Do they talk back? Yes, That's the question. all the time. How do they talk back? Last night, in the middle of the night, I rolled over and pulled the blanket out from Oliver, and I could tell he was mad because he looked at me and went, <laughs> and I was like, there did you it just is. did you just sound the alarm? Is that no. the attack alarm that I'm not aware of? <laughs> Amazon was three stops away. That's probably oh okay. <laughs> so confused. Uh, so American Horror Story season ten, which I have not watched uh, since the circus. <laughs> I have not watched since season one. <laughs> uh, so, no, I'm definitely gonna watch this shit. They delivered. cast Macaulay Culkin in it. Okay, look, they put it inside my fucking flower pot. <laughs> Why would you put a package inside of somebody's Maybe flower it's windy, pot? So it it's blow. not windy. You just came in from outside. <laughs> what if I had important plants growing in, in there? Leave a sign. No, look, I, I'm in the delivery <laughs> game. Still out there. Do you want to go I'm, out there? I'm in the delivery game. That is a no-no. You do not do that. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't think you would do that. I don't know why you would put in a, in a unless you suggested it. Like, hey, leave nobody my would suggest that. <laughs> like, hey, leave my package <laughs> inside my planted flower pot. No. Okay. Idiots. Uh, guys, so there's this other thing. Uh, there was um a parade, uh, Mardi Gras parade, and did you see this shit? The yeah, Epstein didn't kill itself. It, yeah. Uh, float. There's. Yeah. A- <laughs> I mean, he didn't. I love this shit. I just love that it's so mainstream that everyone's talking about it. Like now they're starting it on our level. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, by the way, I don't know if we said it at the uh, top of this episode. Since last time we recorded, we are on Spotify now, so people can find us on Spotify. Spotify. Does it work on Alexa? Like if we say play the XD experience on Spotify? Uh, probably. If Yeah, sure. We will test it out later. So the remake of Little Shop of Horror, supposedly Chris Evans is in talk talks to be the dentist that Steve Martin played. Okay. I don't see that. Sure. I mean, I can't imagine. I don't know why we need to do another little shop of horrors. I can't. I just, I don't see it. I, I feel like, like where in, in one hand, I'm like, look, you can make whatever you want and I can choose not to see it. That's fine. But it, sometimes when I hear some of these names that are involved, I'm like, go do something else. Like, I want to see you do something different. Like Chris like Evans. Go make a sequel to that. Baby's taste. Or, co- or come back as Cap. <laughs> you know, like, I come don't know. Come back as Cap. Please. He'll yeah, because that Winter face. Soldier shit looked, or that uh, Falcon Winter Soldier it shit. It didn't look too bad. We've got, come on. That was a brief clip. The bromance. It was a very brief <laughs> clip. Apparently, the rumor is that they're, woohoo. What does that even mean? That they're, woohoo. Oh. Okay. They're partners. Gotcha. In crash. Gotcha. Uh, so this guy who is a mainstream person for Flat Earthers was filming a series mm-hmm. for uh, the Discovery Channel or something like that. His name was Mad Mike Hughes. He actually died in a failed launch. Um, he's not the first person that has done this, that had blown themselves. The last guy didn't die. He lived, um, who tried to launch himself into the atmosphere. Uh these guys are just morons. I mean, I don't know what I'll say. Look, they're stupid is and stupid does, and that's fucking stupid does right there. First of all, what what qualifies this man to launch himself? Like he's a flat earther, that's all. But what <laughs> but what qualifies you to use a rocket? What qualifies what's his face to be an alien expert on the history channel? Sukalos? Yeah. <laughs> what qualifies him? <laughs> Nothing. That's what I'm saying. But there's a difference between talking shit on a TV show and fucking around with rocket science. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So he 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 is deceased now. Oh well. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just wanted to get that out there, guys. Whatever. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so there's a conspiracy going around, and I want your idea on it. Okay. So you know that nine-year-old kid that was bullied? He's he's not 18. Okay. They, I, he's not 18. This. They've proven I, this. So this is the whole thing. It's he like, goes to school up the street. It's trial by media. He goes to Colonial School District. I know people that teach him. Seriously. Okay. He's from Delaware. Okay. So, a lot of people like around here don't, don't, don't re- re- realize that. I did not. I thought he... Why did they say Australia and nope. all the posts? Nope. He's a, he goes to Colonial School District. Goes to McCullough, matter of fact. Okay. Well, I mean, regardless. So this is another case of bullying and, like, trial by media. Like, you discredit this whole kid's... And, like, the mom just posts... And I hate that people are like, why did the mom post it? Why did she even take the film? 
It's because sometimes you can't do anything but show people what is what actually is happening. Like, you see a tragedy happen, like like somebody commit, like a young kid commits suicide, right? You're like, oh, I wish I've I could have I've never seen more. that happen. <laughs> but you're like, I wish I could, I wish I could have done more, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't we know about this? And I feel like at some point, some parents, like her, she just felt helpless. I mean, because you can talk to the school all you want, but the parents aren't, I mean, the kids are who they are. It's who, who's teaching them and what they're learning. Do you so, want to know my take on this? Yes, I do. Okay, so there's a few different things that are going on in 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 this. One, it's bullying. Two, the kids got dwarfism, mm-hmm. and then three is the aftermath, which is all the shit that go, 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 goes on. Uh, all the uh, celebrities that are endorsing him, or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. Uh, bullying's terrible, no, no matter what level it is. Yeah, uh, makes it worse. This kid's got dwarfism. Uh, the people, the celebrities that are coming out and doing things for him. Okay, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. I I really don't care about that. That really means nothing to me. I mean, if a celebrity is like, I'm sending you to Disney World, kid, great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, those celebrities, that's nothing to them. Um, it's just words and actions. Um, I, if you see it long term, I think Hugh Jackman was one of the people who were involved. I believe him because he's done other things. Um, but after that, as far as the mom taking the video, I think she kind of exploited her kid a little bit. There is that a- a- aspect in in there. I get what you're saying. Sometimes you got to show the world how people really are. But um, she chose to to put her child in the public spotlight. So you are exploiting your kid, no matter how you look at it. Um, what'll happen from here? Probably nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's not going to stop anything. Nothing's going to change. People are still going to be assholes. Yeah. It just is what, what I know, it is. But I mean, but I, I found all the shit that came out after, after the fact of all these stories. I were like, this kid's 18. They were yeah. showing this kid, th- this other kid who does look a lot like him with like wine glasses in his hand. But then when you look deeper in the story, it's like, Oh, this kid lives in Delaware. Irene. I was talking to her. She's yeah. like, she's like, yeah, he goes to colonial school to, district i know one of his teachers boom 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 boom. and you're like oh fuck i went to the same school as this kid yeah it is what it is i don't know okay that's your opinion i just wanted your and like i hate this whole conspiracy thing because people again are just sharing shit on facebook and not doing any like research and it's just it's it's fucked up well the shit that they say i mean it's a click and share world people don't read articles they share all the time like i seen that on facebook and i was like let me go search this real quick like, you know, it, it only takes a couple minutes to find out the truth and not just somebody who's on Twitter like, oh, look at this shit. Like, now, when it comes to, to dwarfism and stuff like that, there are a lot of similar characteristics between people. So people can be mistaken a lot for being somebody else. I mean, but, like, they, like, took pictures from, like, saying that he was 18 from an 18th birthday party, which was her si- which was his sister's birthday party. Like, it's just... Like you said, it's a click and share world. Nobody ever gets verification. Nobody ever just looks into the story a little deeper. They just see what's on the surface. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you just do a little bit of read. I mean, you click on any article or just Google the kid's name. You find out, like, you know, anything you want to know about him. I mean, I look, it's like I said, it's awful, but nothing, not, nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to. And I hate to say that because that sounds really like uh, no, but I mean that's a realist thing. I mean people thing. are I mean, going to be assholes. I mean, it just is what 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 it is. Okay. Um, Tim Allen wants to bring back Home Improvement. Don't need it. <laughs> 
We already basically have that. It's called Last Man Standing, which I love that show. I don't think you watch it. Mm-mm. I love that show. Don't need it. Good. All right. One I'm just saying. Tonight. Um, there were human remains found in a Florida home in jars. There was tongues and all these other body parts. Supposedly, they're looking into it. They think the person who owned the house previously was a doctor. But it's still creepy. But if you were a doctor, wouldn't you have some weird shit laying around? Like, if you could get your hands on a spleen, wouldn't you put it in a jar? I'm sure if people looked around my house, they'd think I have weird shit now. So, yeah, if I could get my hands on, like, a fucking <laughs> eyeball, sure. Yeah. I'd probably talk to it. <laughs> what would you name it? I'd name it... Bless you. Speck. I'd name it Ivan. I'd name it Speck for Ivan. spectacle. <laughs> I like Ivan. <laughs> I think it would be like staring at, at me. Like, like, what do you want from me, eyeball? What do you want? What are you searching for? Can you still see? Is there still thought in that eyeball? Probably is. We don't know that yet. That's the crazy thing about there, this world. Is there an electro neural, neural connections? I don't know. <laughs> electro neural what? I was trying to say something else. Neural electric connections. Okay. But it came out backwards. My All just, right, so my autism kicked in. <laughs> me and Kristen were talking about that the other night because she says that at work, and I was like to her friends, and I'm like, "This sounds awful." And I'm like, "Wait, you do that too?" I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm "Like, what the fuck? When did this become a thing?" <laughs> All right, I need another beer. Uh, oh wait, hold on, I'm not done yet. Well, come on, catch come the fuck on. up. So, um. There is some things that I wanted to uh, talk about. Have you? No, I'm kidding. Uh, have you been watching the X Men series? I have not. Kids, you're like fuck the X Men. I did read this whole thing on um, how the Men in Tights was made recently. Robin Hood and Men in Tights. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. We're men. So we're they men basically men. the the lead actor who had just did Princess Bride. What's his name? Hugh Lewis. He was in um, Princess Bride's uh, right. Twister. He was just in something recently I watched too. Stranger Things. Yep. <laughs> my bad. Sorry, that was Yeah, loud. Mike, get it in check. Get it the fuck in check. You see how I, I caught myself though right now? Like, what was I new. just saying? Oh, so no. So Robin Hood Men in Tights is fucking hilarious to begin with. But oh, then I'm reading the, like the backstory on it and th- they're just like, like most of it was improv. Like they didn't really plan anything. <laughs> and it was Dave Chappelle's first movie role. Mel Brooks. That, that shit was great. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. You speak now. Sorry. I had to All right. Ask. All right. There is something we got to discuss here. Okay. There is something we got to talk about. <clears throat> what do we got to talk about? Well, things. Well, why don't you crack up? You look. Hold on. All right. Well, I'm going to pour my half. No. Get me out the other beer because I, I, I need something to drink. Especially while I talk about this fucking shit. All right. What is it? <sighs> something was announced. When? Like a week ago, two weeks ago. Guys, be careful of the coronavirus. It's not that funny. Relax. The Relax. CDC, the CDC has issued a warning, and the stock market is crashing. Who cares? There's going to be a food shortage. Whatever. <laughs> you can't change just it. Saying. You can't change it. You can't fix it. I'm just saying. All right, then we go to this one, right? Is that the one that I said was on the list? Yes. I put them in order, motherfucker. Please. Good. So while I'm pouring that, and oh they oh never mind we're gonna talk about you have something serious right? Yeah, it's fucking serious to me. I, I'm not happy about it. <sighs> what is it? Let's say that. 
Well, I'll I'll discuss my feelings about it both ways because there's a I have I have I have what is this? I want to know what this is. I have feelings both ways. I heard it both ways. That's from Psych. All right, <laughs> there we go. Oh, okay, it's, it's movie time. Oh, <laughs> I already know what it is. before you start shitting all over it, okay? No, I, I'll tell you what I like right up front. Everything from the neck down. Okay. I, yeah, I do love the whole suit. I love the... I don't like the cow. I, I'm so proud of you. Why? You don't like the cow. I'm so proud of you. You're the second person to say that to me, and I'm like, no one ever knows what that is when I say it. Because as a makeup artist, we I, we say it a lot, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's, I'm like, it's basically a headpiece. That's what it's called. But it's always been a called lot of cow. people don't know that, so you're the second person where I was like, oh. I've been using that for you. years. Thank you. Um, not a fan of it. And I'll show you. Did you see the, the set? Yes, I did. I do not like the pointy, the, I don't know what, I don't, I don't like the helmet. Okay, I don't like it. It looks like Daredevil. Yes. I'm sorry. Say no, okay, so the teaser does and, look like Daredevil. Definitely, totally Daredevil. And why'd they get a guy his his stunt double looks like fucking Ben Affleck? Yeah, it looks nothing. I don't I don't like the ears. I don't like the, the whole cow. I, I don't like any of it. I dig the the neck thing that they got, the like collar thing, because that makes sense. You would you would cover that up. Um, I dig the removable looking chest piece. Yeah, I dig that. That's which what I supposedly really I've heard could be from could be halves of the gun of that the was gun used to kill his parents. parents. Yeah, that's what someone told me. So, and I like the DIY mm-hmm. look of it because it's like a very Batman year year, year one. But mm-hmm. the cow looks like dog shit. Yeah. So it looks the cow looks like dog shit. I feel like we still haven't seen enough to completely judge. And I mean, here's an example. Uh, when Sonic came out with the trailer, what happened? They fixed it. They fixed it. So maybe this was just a tester to see what they need to fix. So somebody did a artist rendition on what they felt like it should look like. Oh, really? And I think it looks way better. That's what it oh, should look like. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, I can get down with that. Um, but obviously that's I not like how the how the horns kind of go in like they're ears horns ears instead we're gonna end up with shit like that okay first of all okay i think that they released it as a teaser to see what people's opinions were oh my god it looks horrible did you see what i posed that was like the fuck oh yeah i seen it and i was like chill it just i'm not a fan of that cow but look we have not like i said with sonic they fixed it right they did Maybe this is the studio's studio's way of doing a little thing Maybe. like this and being like, okay, well, this is what we need to fix because this is what people want to see. People are shitting on this. I hope. They, they've done it. I, look, I hope. I really do I'm hope. I'm excited. I'm ex- 
Look, I don't even like DC. You know that. I don't watch DC movies. But I always have a soft spot in my heart for Batman. And I've always seen every Batman movie uh, besides the ones where Ben Affleck was in. They were the best ones. I heard he was the bomb. He was the bomb as Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Batflack. Uh, but I'm excited for this. And I like the cast that they have so far. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I'm in. Look, I'm going to watch it because it's Batman and it's the, it's the shit that I like. But, but this is the very beginning. That's what you have to. No, and I get that. And I, I get that whole idea and the feeling of that. And that's fine. But what I don't like is mm. when they take such drastic fucking attempts at trying to do something. And then it just it's like grasping at fucking straws. Look. At least there's no nipples. Look. But in some way, I've heard a lot of people say that that suit's way better looking than this thing. So look, don't don't jump on the nipple suit. <clears throat> I mean, I always do like a a litmus test, right? When whenever I see it, it's like I I see a post that'll come up in my feed and it'll say, "See how fans are reacting to," or it'll just be a post about like Pattinson and and the suit. And it'll be, you know, whatever page. I'll just read through the comments, read through. And yeah. then I'll find another one that's posting something. And, you know, it's like, what do you think? And then I'll read through the comments. There's a lot of people. You, so so you kind of get a good feel, right? Mm-hmm. You, you get a good across the board feel. I because, love YouTube comments. Because you look at, I look at like a lot of different sources. <laughs> I'll, I'll go and I'll search the hash. Like I searched uh, Pattinson Batman or whatever. Um, just. Uh, search Twinkle Bat, you won't be disappointed. Oh my God, I got to do that right now. Um, On Google or like Instagram? Instagram. Uh, <laughs> and you kind you kind of see what people say. You know, you kind of get the feel. And I would say about sixty percent are disappointed. About thirty percent are like chill out, and the rest are like, I don't know. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna. Now, the thing I did have a problem with was the whole Daredevil feel. That's the thing that I had. Even the, the color problem. palette. Yeah, that's Darede- what I'm saying. It's like the Daredevil red feel. and the, it's the, the music. Mu- the, but the, mu- the, the music the is dope. The music is dope, and that was that's an original piece that was written for that, and I, and um, that's why it was uh done. And it's gonna be the main the main theme music that's gonna run throughout the movie. They said I do like it. But like I just I, I do feel that it is very daredevil. It had a very dare, daredevil feel. I think they should have did something with the color palette. Uh, maybe they should have did like a dark blue. I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like maybe that would have been. One thing I don't like is that the suit's all black. I want there to be a little bit more gray and blue in the suit. Well, again, they might change it up. I hope. I think so too. This was a teaser trailer. I'm excited. Did Look, you, did I, you search Twinkle Bat? I did, and it brought up clothes. Yeah, it brought up clothes. Okay. I guess a woman who makes clothes. Right, well, I mean, just check it out at, thoroughly. At my leisure. <laughs> no, I mean, I typed in hashtag twinkle bat, and that's, it's a bunch of clothes with bats on them. Okay, maybe bat twinkle or something. I don't know, but I guess I'm going to follow this bitch because she makes some awesome fucking clothes. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I made it up in my head. I have no clue what was going to come up when you Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> the funny part was I was like curious of what would come up. Oh, okay. Well, it's a bunch of... And I actually... I, thank you. And I found a woman who makes fucking clothes. And oh, I love shit. bats. I have a tattoo of a bat. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to get the Project Blue Book tattoo of the symbol that they, that keeps coming up throughout the it. seasons. Do you want to get yeah. into Project Blue Book? Yeah, Project Blue Block. Hold on, let me see if I can play an intro. Project Blue Block. Oh, by the way, I did start watching uh, The Hunters. I have one episode left. 
Now, I know that there's a lot of controversy on this show because it does depict certain things that did not happen in Auschwitz or during that time period. Um, but it, again, it's a show. They take some liberties, as always. And Al Pacino, I think, is fucking fantastic. It does feel Ooh, ah. it does feel like like kind of uh, comic booky, which I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, what the fuck, you know. So I do feel that on both aspects, but it's really good. Like I'm compelled to watch it. Like in the first minute and a half, I'm like, what the fuck? And then it has Ooh, ah. it has the guy from. Um, did you ever watch um, How I Met Your Mother? Mm, occasionally. Okay, so it has the, not enough to. It has the main remember. guy in it and it's it's different seeing him like in this different character where he's like you know talking all this shit and like he's like an actor but like then he's like going around killing nazis and shit and like it's very interesting so i think you should definitely give it a a chance uh the first episode i, I can't ex i can't explain it it's just if I say anything, it spoils it. Well, then don't say I anything. know, and it sucks because I want to talk about it, and you haven't watched it. Just, you probably never will. Let it go. No. Let it go. I will not let it go. Get but at one episode... <laughs> so at one episode, I was literally bawling my eyes right, out. I can't find the intro. I was bawling I'll, my I'll, eyes I'll out. I'll have to rip the intro so that way we have it because it sounds like we're going to be talking about this show as long as they play it. Yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> the number fans <laughs> um all right so so th this week's episode of blue book star starts out we and didn't it's talk like... about last week though okay let's sorry. talk about last sorry week. okay so last week uh you told me shag harbor it was not shag harbor yes it was no it wasn't it was the other one um they did not it was not shag harbor at the end of it they talk about it it was um oh, fuck. it was shag harbor no it wasn't <laughs> It wasn't. But anyway, so like... They even say it in, in, in the episode. He mentions it, but that's not the... the whole fisherman on the boat is the, that. No, it's and then, another one. Yes. And no, then the it's air, not Shag Harbor. The Maury Island incident, which yeah, is Shag Har Island. Harbor. So, so no, but they were Maury Island incident. is the... No, Maury Island's a town. Shag Harbor is the is where, where the boat okay, was. So, okay, so when I did my <sighs> research, they were two different places. All right, monkeys. Because <laughs> Nova Scotia is where... No, this did not take place in no no Nova where, Scotia. But, okay, that's where Shag Harbor supposedly took happen. Jesus Christ. Here we go. All right, let me show you. Let me, let I'm me show telling you. you. <laughs> let me show you. And that's why I was like, oh, shit, our show's... And they were at the... What was it? The Mellory incident, which was in Maine. Nova Scotia is in, like, Germany or some shit. France. Something. They never went to Nova Scotia. I know, but what I'm saying is you said it was Chag Harbor incident and it wasn't. Yes, it's the Maury I I yes, Island incident. Yes, but they're two separate things. They're two separate encounters. Watch. We even covered this. Okay, they're two separate encounters. But as that being the backdrop, we get to see a lot more of the so-called men in black, which was hilarious because they kind of dress Alan up as a man in black, but they didn't give him a hat. They just gave him an oversized coat. Yeah, which did not look right. With brown pants. But no black hat. I feel like he stood out more amongst them in that episode without the hat. But uh, Quinn was great. He was all like, I got to get this shit done. We're going to find this. And Dan was great. Dan helped him. Fucking Dan. Wish we'll talk about Dan. Yeah, Dan kind of pissed me <laughs> Fucking off. Fucking Dan. I'm so upset. Uh, so last week's episode dealing with all that was interesting. They said that um, 
the men in black were basically they escaped from the MK Ultra mind control psychic which I would like to branch. know if there's any if that was just for the show or if there's any um actual like validity merit to that because yeah. if so that would be interesting yeah i mean i really i like that idea because you always wonder where the men in black came from because you know they don't work for the government mm-hmm. or the police so where did they come from so it's an interesting take on it that they would come from a place where they tested on them you know another thing that bothered me in the episode was that you're going to tell me six years go by and nobody's seen those glowing lights in the ocean or in the water yeah. That were glowing like fucking beacons. It was kind of weird. But maybe it's because they were psychic and they brought the power to it. I don't know. That was kind of weird. Yeah, it was kind of <clears> weird. <throat> but I really liked last week's episode. I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was. I thought it was really well done. I just wish that they would have gave him a hat. And a coat that fit. Yeah. I, look, I'm sorry, <laughs> but the coat looked cartoonishly <laughs> too big. I think that was the point. No, I... No. But like when he gave And he has box. brown pants on. Right. Like, so in my mind, if you're going to hand somebody a box with with clothes in it, you're going to have pants, a shirt, and a coat. And probably a hat. Yeah, exactly. At least a hat. But I can see not the hat because you might not be able to put the hat in, in inside of a suitcase. But for him not to change his... He's like, you need to look like us. You need to blend in. But he didn't. I know. That's what I'm saying. It was it fucking was weird. weird. It made him stand out. And even I more. blame that on the costume department. Yeah. I I'm do sorry. Too. I think they they were like. Because when he walked out and he's like this and like it's just like. <laughs> it looks stupid. <laughs> it's like me with like a 4X like a, I don't know if you uh, John Mulaney. He looked comedian. like a skinny guy in a fat guy's coat. <laughs> yeah. But John Mulaney is a comedian. He says. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, being young and having a 4X Billabong T-shirt walking around the house. <laughs> You know, a dress. you know now if I put a t- t-shirt on that's too big, I feel stupid. Like I'm I, comfy in them. Not me. I can't wear oversized t-shirts anymore or oversized anything. Well, I mean, shit's got to fit there's me. There's a difference now. between oversized and fitting. We're you're talking about. So I can't wear t-shirts anymore that go down past where this one is right now. Okay. I don't like t like back in the day I would wear t t t-shirts that were down to my down to my elbows. Did. Now fuck that. They would go to the fucking stores you and look get like, like 4X, a moron. 5X it looks stupid. There's no reason to be in it. And no um, one I mean rarely people do that now. But I feel like that's kind of what he looked like to me. It looked goofy. <laughs> But I dug the episode, and I, I was did. very happy. I was like, oh, yeah, Dan's the man. He's on the flight. They're coming together. And then this episode. And then this week. Which even surprised me, because you were like, Dan. And then I was like, all right, so Dan's going to do something. Ugh. I wasn't sure if it was going to be good By or bad. By the way, Mark Malarkey liked another one of my posts. Mike Malarkey? Yeah, mean? Mike Malarkey. Way to say his name wrong. <laughs> Quinn. Captain um, Quinn. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll post something and he'll. Oh fuck you! He, <laughs> this is like he not all, he not only will like 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 it, he'll comment. All right, well let's see, let's see. What are you gonna post on there? I don't know. Let's see. I haven't, I haven't thought about it. <laughs> Hashtag <yet>. alien balls. <laughs> Why would I say that? I don't know. <laughs> all right, so this week's episode of Project Blue Book, they deal with the Robertson panel. Yes. Which was basically the CIA coming forth. Real thing. Yes, it was. It was a real thing coming forth. They wanted to research and evaluate. (coughs) Basically, what what they wanted to do was they wanted to say that the Air Force and Project Blue Book was just a waste of time (laughs) and money, that UFOs were not real, 
and that you know uh, they wanted to basically shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. Sorry, I'm over here dying. Uh, and that was the CIA's investigation into Blue 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 Book. Yes, Fuck. it's a real thing that happened. And in the show, they have it's very tense. Yeah, I thought they did a pretty good job. Other than um, David. The Kofkosny. I don't even know who that guy oh, was. Oh yeah, David. Who, I'm which like, who the fuck no, which is made David? No sense He's just that. doing magic, and I'm just like, who and are then, you? And then in the back of my mind, I vaguely remember a story, and I could be totally making this up. I but I remember that J. Allen Hynek was approached by a magician, and I want to think it was David Copperfield. But not in this way, and it had nothing oh, yeah, to do with okay, the. No, I no, I just no. think that he. I we think we'll have to check into that. I think that Copperfield, or I think it was Cobb Copperfield. I think he had an incident, and he told Heineck about it. Maybe that's where they pulled this from. Maybe okay. that's why his name is David. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's why he had a lot of nice things. You know, it was very I don't know. strange because I'm the whole time I'm like, what is? And then I'm waiting till the end when they like give you like the little like cliff notes, and I'm like. <sighs> talk about david um so <laughs> we we get to find out in this episode that dan this whole time who's a cia agent has basically been following them around to check out what they do to uh discredit, discredit them. them i was i little literally sad. my heart was broken little sad. like when alan comes out and he's like on the court steps or whatever and he's like waiting for him like this is my, this is my third option well like, i knew excited. i knew immediately when he said don't don't thank me yet I was like, this ain't going to go well. Oh, I know. I was like, this this isn't going to be good. But it all, so it took place. So this was Alan telling the story of what happened while he was on set um, shooting uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Which I don't know if this ever happened. I want to go and see if it's out. I don't know if it's ever happened. I would like to know if if this interview ever took place. But maybe this is just a way for them to introduce, like, that whole, because he had the beard. Yeah. He had the straight up beard and pipe, and it, when, it looked good when he turned because he pulled it off. His, yeah, he did. He did. He, he definitely can pull it off. And in fact, I thought he looked more like Heineck yes. then than ever. Yes, he did. Uh, when he turned around and he was like, and, he, and I saw the beard and he had the pipe, and I'm like, ah! I literally screamed. And Dad was like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, Did Dad watch the episode? No, he didn't watch it. No. He was watching the news. I was like, I was like, Dad, Jalen Heineck. <laughs> and he was like, what? He is our UFO father. <laughs> and then we started talking about, uh, I was showing him a video of uh, uh, Vernon Von Braun. Uh, Werner Von Braun. Ver- Wern- but see, people pronounce it differently. So that's where I get messed up. This whole time I'm holding I know. my But hammer. anyways, we'll get into that. But Project Blue Book, I really dug it this week. I need uh, a cap shield. Quinn finally showed Can you buy acting. me a cap shield? I, you can make one. Then make me one. Okay. For real. All right. I will. Worthy I just, of, I just at need least to, of this quality. I just need to commandeer somebody's like satellite for their TV. Or a trash can lid. Or no, a, that's Ninja Turtles. Or a um I've seen pe- people who've converted um those uh snow sledding disc. Yeah. But do it. Okay. I, All right, I got you. I'm a good painter. Then do it. You got it. I want it to look good. All right, I got you. Um where we at? Okay. So Quinn showed some acting in this episode, especially at the end. I yeah. thought at the end of this episode, like he kind of like was like, "All right, you know, like," because I don't know if 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 you picked picked up on this, but when in in the middle of the episode, when uh, spoiler alert, a little bit here, um, the generals give him a speech that basically yes. he's supposed to say that you know at the end of it he's supposed to say that they don't they don't exist, yeah. UFOs don't exist, and da 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 da, but. 
in the weird flip turn of fate, it actually ends up becoming Quinn who says that line. So Heineck yeah, never had I did to pick that up. Yeah, which was kind of like a neat little like thing where it was like, all right, you know, like because I feel like when it's coming from like the military, like he kind of knows. Plus, Quinn never existed in real life. I know. Quinn so never to me, it's you Rupert, <clears throat> Rupel, right? Rupel, that's but his name. that isn't really supposed to be him too. It's supposed to be like an amalgamation. Um. But so to me, I I, I kind of think that that's pretty cool. Because I think that at that point he realized, like when he they said they ha- they hadn't even really checked the case files. Well, and stuff, when and like there's like fifty, he's like, wait, what? Well, Quinn <laughs> knew that no matter what was going on, they weren't paying attention to him and really didn't care. Um, but when he went outside and that guy's like, I'm gonna save you, and then Quinn's looking, and then all of a sudden it dawns on him that, yeah, we're here to let people know that. There's crazy pee people out yeah, here like and this. and you don't want mania, basically. So they flip the whole thing and yeah. saying that you need Project Blue Book so you don't create, create so, a mass hysteria. So in a way, can... it was it was a magic trick sleight yeah, of hand. Exactly, um, exactly. I caught that. Thank yeah. you. So I, caught that. I thought that was in the... Whoever wrote this episode was really, was really dope. really good. And there's actually pictures of Aiden. I think Aiden Gillen might have directed this. I have to look. But there's pictures of him with the whole fucking goatee and he's behind a camera. Oh, and he's looking. And I was like... I know. I was like, did he direct this episode? Like, Jesus. So I was like, fuck. You know, like I would, I would. Right when they did the time jump, I was like, Ooh. yeah, I was so excited. But and I wanted I, to see Quinn too. I know. We never maybe saw something Quinn. Happened to him. That was in the future. Maybe he was killed by the Russian chick who got who killed someone. Yeah, yeah, who killed somebody? I that one guy. I forget the guy's. Who she well, was supposed to kill anyway? But then right, she but they to get both knew yeah. she was trying to get her daughter. Do- <laughs> it's her just a weird situation. I'm just like, All it right. wasn't weird. It made sense. She's trying. Can I just say that girl is fucking? She's tiny. fucking hot, but she's so she's tiny. tiny. That's what I said to you last but week, that, and you said that what? one silhouette of her standing she's in front so of the window. Fucking, she has like this tiny little fucking waist. She, so she's standing in front of the window and she's smoking a cigarette mm-hmm. and she's got those tall heels and her little fucking waist. And I'm looking at her like, they make shit like that. Yeah, what is that? I don't. I, that's years of corset wearing. It's I believe. Pretty. That's God, that hourglass. It's like pretty goddamn amazing. Like it's like, very fuck. fucking tiny. I, I like her it. character, but I find her character kind of strange too. Yeah, but I feel like we need that as a backdrop because that was the age of the. Of the Russian, you know, the Russians might come and take over and like. Oh no! You, you it, it was definitely that. So would... I feel like we need that as a backdrop to show that. To counterbalance the UFOs to what the Russians did at that time, I'm trying to find. As well. I'm trying to like find. Like, and yeah. honestly, it goes into the Hunters, which is what I've been binging on. And they had this whole episode with um, Von Braun. Now I'm about it, to play the song, and it was amazing. So I actually played it for Dad, and he was song? like, "Yeah." And so I was like, "Dad, I was like, what's that Russian Russian's name?" Or and he was like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like. I'm like, or the guy that sung the songs, and he's like, who are you talking about? And I played the video. I found the video, and he was like, I've never heard of this guy in my life. He never heard of Tom Lear. Tom Lear is great. He never heard of him. Did Dad go on a binge and listen yes, to Yes, we were in the kitchen listening to a bunch of this shit, and I was like, this all started because one night we were talking about the elements, and Mike played the elements. <laughs> but they played this in Hunters, and then we, This song? Yeah, in Hunters. Oh, really? Played, well, speaking of bombs, of, what is it that makes America the world's death. greatest nuclear power? And what is it that will make it possible for us to spend $20,000 million Mon- of our well, taxpayers' money to put some picture. idiot on the moon? <laughs> Well, it was the great, enormous superiority of American technology, of course. Did he know him as a comedian? By our great American scientists, such as Dr. Werner von Braun. He's like in the 60s, like the 50s. What are you talking about? 
inspiration. <laughs> Gather round while I sing you a Werner von Braun, a so man whose allegiance different. is ruled by expedience. Call him a Nazi, he won't even frown. Nazi schmazi, says Werner von Braun. Don't say that he's hypocritical. I Say rather one. that he's apolitical. Once the rockets are up, who cares where they come down? <laughs> That's not my department, says Werner von Braun. There it is. Some have hard people are like hot. Of renown, He's been hot. But some think our attitude should be one of gratitude. I gotta see like who directs and cripples in old London. Just look up, go on Instagram and look up JL90 or Project Blue Book. I think it's You too may be a big hero once you've learned to count backwards to zero. In German or the English, I know how to count down. I'm learning Chinese, says Werner. He looks so good. I literally scream. I thought that was a good shot, too. It was. That he had the whole beard and everything. I was so excited. If I could grow, which I Look, could. I know people don't understand our excitement about this, but it was great <laughs> to no, see it. Like, it we've been waiting for this beard to pop up. So when it popped up randomly... <laughs> And can I say the alien looked adorably cute? I know. It was like a weird baby doll. I just thing. wanted to hug it. Is this it mine? Was, yeah. It was like, it was kind of. We're on the uh, Hayes the County. One, yeah. It was kind of cool how they had the silhouette, though. And then when it comes closer, it's like just like a baby, <laughs> a baby head. Did you already pour yours? Yes, I did. Because you're dripping all over your pants. Know, Ew, like wait. That sounded so terrible. Something wrong with this. That sounded so terrible. Dripping on your pants. Guys. All I'm saying is, no, this episode was dope. This show rocks. I thought I was wondering how they were going to take the Robertson panel because that is a pretty big thing yeah. that happened to Blue Book back in the day. So it was kind of cool that, and it was how, and it also was not just for Blue Book, but it was also it changed a lot of like military rules and stuff. Did like you that. want Quinn to punch Dan? Yes. He was like, I fucking trusted like when he, you. Like when he walked by and Quinn's like, can't even say bye. Like, and I was well, like, well, oh, at that shit. point, at that point, you were like. Oh shit! Shit! Shit's about to go down. I know. Down. That's. I was like, because, oh shit! Because Quinn, if, Quinn knew. if if you watch the part where Quinn's talking, let, let me see if I can pull it up. If you watch the part where Quinn's talking, or that guy comes up and he's talking, and you look at Quinn and his face just does this whole thing, like, like he does yeah. this thing with his with the the actor um, Malarkey does this thing with his face where he like cocks his head, and he's like. Fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could just see it run through, and then you were like, "Oh, because he had reservations," shit. and then he liked him, and, and then he was like, "I was right all along." Because that whole, because the previous <laughs> episode, like when Dan, but like, he, but he did let them in on on things, on things. So like, part of me, like part of me, it's going to come back around. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like, like I, I think he was doing, he was sent to do a certain thing, but yes. I think in that he's going to realize that like these guys are pivotal because to what's he going on. Out to them. When it came to the the case on the Area 51 with the with the body right, but, mutilation, but kind of you kind of find out that that was all on purpose. I know, like but... like they were feeding them things, which makes sense on like the whole abduction. But he put may the... have been CIA or or, or, or orchestrate but just he, to see what they would he do. Gave them intel into MK. Ultra. He gave up just a little bit. A little, a little bit, bit right? Is a lot in so, that time period. So part of me thinks that eventually he, he he could flip back around, but if you go back and look, 
he he let them in on things that he felt like he could let them in on that would make them look silly at the end. Does that make sense? Yes. Like Dan was kind of leading like them a red in this herring kind of thing. Well, Dan was leading them in this direction the whole the whole time. All I said is all I'm saying is I felt very betrayed. I did I'm too. watching that episode and I'm like, you motherfucker. I did too. <laughs> I had to pause it. I'll I have like, to download mother the motherfucker. Um, I'll have to download the history app Fucking so I can. Dan and, so I can and do Malarkey it liked my post, so fuck you, Dan. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so yeah. Um Stranger Things. We have to get into that and why we're talking about MK Ultra. Did they release the trailer? They released the teaser. Did, Did we they? not see it? No, I have not. Oh. So that's pretty dope. Have you been... Uh, where have you been? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I might have seen it. Reveal a plan. Um, I just might not have remembered it. When, okay. when when was it released? Uh, Like last week? I had it on the thing. Oh, yeah. Then I've seen that. I had it on my notes. But it's a big thing that you wanted to know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, just the T. Te- yeah. Duh. I know what you're talking about. Did you watch With it? With Hopper. No, yeah. I don't right. watch things until the show. But right. you you were so right. devastated. No, I was I was not because I said he got sucked into the fucking portal and he's going to be in Russia. I said that all along. What movie is he doing now? Other he, movie, the comic? What is, what is uh, it? The uh, uh, Black Widow movie. Black Widow movie, yeah. Where he comes out all fat. I love it. I love that he embraces it. Fat. He's just big. He's like old and out of shape. Kind of has a beard like me right now. He has the dad bod. I might be better than a dad. My bod might be too good to be considered. I don't I, I don't know. I would have to gain weight to Your have a clip dad. is too loud. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I've been paying. <laughs> no, I wait. It's a lot of digging. And then a bald hopper. A bald hopper. Can I just say I'm Hold having? On. Hold on. There's no music. <laughs> There's no. You know the the stranger. Okay, music? so can what I just fuck? say though I'm having Russian fatigue. With a lot With of Russian. all the shows that I'm watching, I'm like. A lot of Russia. I'm so tired. Lot, lot Between of Russia. Between Hunters, Blue Book, this. Lot of I'm Russia. I'm just like, ugh. And then that show that they released on Netflix, that documentary about the butcher. Russian porn's fun, though. Okay, I don't care. They probably have sex with turkeys. Oh, they do weird shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're fucking weird. I'm good. But Hasht- I'm just saying, I'm having Russian fatigue. Hasht- and I'm very hashtag, upset. Ha- hashtag Russian bubble. Hashtag Russian bubble. Let's see what that brings up. I I made Let's that one see else. what it brings up. I'm curious now. Let's see. <laughs> what did you say? Russian bubble. Russian bubble. <laughs> Russian bubble. Uh, so let me tell you. Please like, be something good. If someone, if someone ever looked at my search history. Oh, I have weird shit on my search search history. What the fuck? Is it something fun? No. What's a Russian bubble? What is that? <laughs> let me see. It's a picture of a couple. All right. What the fuck? Who opened the door? I was expecting like a bubble of Hitler. I don't know what I was expecting. Oh, you're looking at it wrong. You gotta look up tags. I did. Yeah, I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. I don't know. Um. All right. So, uh, yeah, I I get it, but at the same time, it's kind of in the zeitgeist. Russia, 
Russia Gate. I'm just I feel I feel very fatigued with Russia. Everything right now. turns back around. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I couldn't even watch the the last episode of Stranger Things because I'm just like Russia again. Yeah, but it, but again. but that's the time frame. I know, I know, I get it. It's intriguing because there was a lot of stuff going on at that time period, mm-hmm. and I love that the Hunters is all about Project Paperclip and like you know put, shedding a light on that. But like in the time of like the 70s, and like. But I'm just fatigued on Russia. And I know too much about Russian and Nazis now because of all these shows. Don't you feel bad about that at times? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just reach a point where I'm just like... <sighs> Look, um, the other day, Irene was like... I can't even remember what it was, but she was like, Hey, I heard about this this, this situation, this case. Because she's been in the podcast. Uh, you told me. No, an- another one. Oh. Like, but I, I'm trying to think of what it was it was some other murder <laughs> oh i gotta show you a fucking podcast that you need to start listening to okay i'm gonna play a clip of it on, on here because it's fucking great um, okay but but um so so we were what were we talking about russian fatigue no, no it, we, we, <laughs> her and and she so it doesn't matter matter what, what it is she so finds, i really want to play you this clip Hold, hold on, I'm looking up something. Because it was so, really, really good, and I really want to show it to you. Hold on. So and um, it was from the Hunters, and I just—it's one clip. Relax. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Um, but she was talking to me about a case, and, and I was thinking to myself, like, I, I don't have a problem like knowing all. This. Like, I like the fact that no, people I mean, can I like talk that I me. know all this stuff, and like, actually, when I was talking to Dad, and we were listening to Tom Lear or whatever, and he was like, "Do you mean Timothy Lear?" And I'm like, "No, that's the LSD guy." And he was like, oh, right, right, right. Um, But, like, he was like, you and Mike are just really smart. And I was like, what? We're smart. I thought we were conspiracy theorists in our basements throwing a monkey wrench into society. Look, (laughs) I don't, I don't, people will tell me all the time, like, you know a lot of shit. I don't claim to know. No, but I know a lot. Right. But at the same time, I can always learn more. And I've, I'm not afraid to, um. Go back, yeah, and, f- and figure thing things out. Um, all right, so I want to play you a clip from this. It's from the first ep- episode, and it's fucking. This is the podcast. Yeah, it's what's it called? Done disappeared. Okay. It's a parody on true crime podcast. Oh shit! Okay. And in fact, they make fun of other true crime pod podcasts. Can we do a collab? I don't know. Um, this guy's pretty fucking big. At, Hit him at up. I tried to get Simon Dan, but he lives so far away. It's so hard to like get a time period (laughs) it sucks because we haven't watched a sign man dan video in forever either and i love him and i got to talk to him and we try i tried so hard to set up something but it's so hard because he lives like 24 hours ahead of us this is genius it's brilliant podcast my name is john david booter i'm not a podcaster i'm a filmmaker I've never made a podcast, but I've also never made a film. In 2013, I went through a breakup that had a severe impact on the rest of my life. My fiancé at the time revealed she was seeing another man, a tennis coach named Robert Barkley. She told me she wasn't in love with me anymore. She told me I was worthless, stupid, and would never amount to anything. She kicked me out of our two-story home and filed a police report. 
claiming I had stolen $1,200 worth of jewelry and prescription pills from our joint bathroom. I was devastated. I'm already in season two. It was in the fallout of this relationship that I moved in with my mother, June. I took up residence in the attic. I absolutely ballooned. (laughs) I went from a slim, fit, 35-year-old Casanova to a 385-pound gelatinous bundle of sadness and anxiety. Things got so bad that I had to move from the attic to the basement as the entire structure of the house began to buckle under the weight of my depression, my lethargy, and my newly obese body. On Monday, October 12th, 2014, I sat in my mother's sunroom, pouring my brain, trying to think of the subject of my next and first documentary film. I knew (laughs) I had to find something to get my mind off of Lisa, Robert Barkley, and all the fun they must be having. Like a lot of America, I was riveted by true crime podcasts and documentaries like Serial, Making a Murderer, and to a lesser extent, Breaking Bad. So I thought to myself, <laughs> XD in there. what if I made one of those? Armed with a newfound curiosity and determination to get to the truth of something, anything, I began to Google unsolved crimes. I wanted to find a cold case that took place here, in Davistown, Pennsylvania, so I could actually investigate the people involved. Before long, I stumbled across the story of a young woman named Clara Pockets, who went grocery shopping in 1987 and was never seen again. Having been born just a few years before 1987, my interest was instantly piqued. Where was Clara? Who was she? This is one guy. What could make a person just... Disappear? We could do some shit like that. I'm such a good writer. Let's just make our own fucking shit. Hold on, what happened? I don't know. It ended. It completely shut off. We got censored. No, because the best part hasn't even hit yet, so I gotta bring that back. Jesus Christ. It's fucking funny as shit. All right, it's called Done Disappeared. I have already followed... And message these people. That's how fast the internet it is, guys. With David John Booter. John Booter. <laughs> David John Booter. <laughs> Should I like hashtag that in our in the picture I just posted with all our beer? Sure. <laughs> Let me see if I can get back to Whatever the answer was, I knew it was going to be a journey worth taking. Was Clara? Who was yeah. she? What could make a person just disappear? And how had no one ever gotten to the bottom of it? Whatever the answer was, Wait till you I hear the knew commercials. it was going to be a journey worth taking. I could only hope that Clara hadn't been chopped up, disemboweled, and thrown into a dumpster, her innards rotting amongst the maggot-infested garbage. Done Disappeared is brought to you by Blue Apron. <laughs> Blue Apron will deliver dozens of delicious seasonal recipes straight to your door. What it's perfect fuck? for people who love to cook, but don't have time to shop for ingredients. Like many of you, 
All of my time recently has been spent working on my true crime podcast, Done Disappeared, with me, John David Booter. And I can't afford to put Clara's story on hold just to go shopping for meats and cheeses. I just received a box last week, and I tried the squab applesauce sandwich with pickled rosemary. Delicious. Go to blueapron.com slash disappeared and enter the promo code John David Booter for 100% off. You won't be disappointed. Clara Pockets was 32, a mother of four, and had just received her real estate license. Her family was planning to throw a birthday party for her youngest daughter, and Clara went to the local Piggly Wiggly to buy a cake. Buy a cake? Cake. Oh, I thought he said cake. <laughs> Around 5.15 p.m., a Piggly Wiggly employee named Gert Roberts clocked out and walked to her car. When she got there, she noticed the parking spot next to her was empty. Except for a birthday cake smeared on the pavement. It had fresh tire tracks imprinted in the frosting. It was a white cake with chocolate ganache. There were rainbow-colored sprinkles littered generously over what had presumably been the top. What the fuck? It was about 12 inches in diameter, big enough for about 6 to 12 slices, depending on how many people were eating it. Gert instantly recognized the cake. She remembered that while she was decorating it, she thought it was a little small for a birthday party. It would never be enough. It was like serving a personal pizza to a bunch of children. It didn't scream party. She later said... She had thought that the woman ordering it was making a huge mistake, one she'd regret. But there was no telling if the cake would have been big enough to feed the whole party, because that woman was Clara Pockets. And the cake was sugary sweet roadkill. But where was Clara Pockets? I'm Who intrigued! Had she been taken? Where would the story lead me? Was this a good idea? What if nobody listens to this podcast? Will I ever be able to monetize it? Should I just be satisfied doing it for my own creative fulfillment? Yes. Will Lisa listen to it? No. Will Robert? No. What if everyone laughs at me? (laughs) Is there a God? No. And if there is, may I speak with him? Because at this point, it seemed like he was the only one who'd be able to tell me anything about what happened to Clara Pockets. Hi, I'm John David Booter, and I'm here to tell you about one of our sponsors, Me Undies. Me Undies is the most comfortable. All right, I dig this. Made from clouds and baby skin, you will never wear another pair of underwear ever again. Seriously, I would rather cut off my own dick, sell it to a bunch of school children, and live the rest of my life as a dickless sex offender than ever take them off. Go to MeUndies.com slash disappeared and put in the promo code John David Booter. And your first pair is free. I got my first pair two months ago, and I still haven't switched out. Try it today. <laughs> you will not be disappointed. Be what disappointed. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Hold on, we're, we're no, almost done. No, no, we're no. almost done because you can When you, police arrived at the Piggly Wiggly around 518, the cave was still smeared across the empty parking spot. I don't care. Just as Gert had found it. They loved dessert and were extremely excited. This is funny as fuck. Does he give me an ending? 
one by one, each officer knelt down and with an index finger, <laughs> scooped up a big bunch of cake and frosting and put it in their mouth. Like they did it was delicious, but the they couldn't help but reason. notice. Something seemed off. Like the cake wasn't big enough for a birthday party. A typical children's birthday party in America hosted anywhere from 15 to 30 children. And the officers thought the cake looked like it would serve about six. Eight people at best. They all started walking around in small circles, looking up at the sky, and thinking. Who could have taken Clara? Where was she? And why? Hi, I'm John David Booter, and I'm here to tell you about an amazing news service. Big Box of Shit. With Big Box of Shit, you or a friend can have a big old box of total bullshit delivered right to your doorstep. These boxes can be filled with anything, from trash, hangers, a child's shoe, shredded documents sloppily taped together, to new and used chewing gum. I would totally buy with that. With Christmas coming up, <laughs> a subscription to Big Box of Shit is the perfect gift for that special person in your life. Go to bigboxofshit.com slash disappeared and enter the promo code John David Booter for 10% off. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> it's almost a really got a minute and a half left. Right. By the end of the first day of my investigation, I was absolutely exhausted. I had poured over every article like on Clara's disappearance I could find. We might as well just tag I had walked up episode. and down the stairs it's from the kitchen it. to the basement at least three times. I have no and problem still, plugging another podcast if it's working. I asked myself. What happened to Clara? Would I ever find out? No. And if I did, would I want to know? Oh, I tell you what, you ain't gonna find that one when she done disappeared. This season, on Done Disappeared. Oh my god! Don't go poking your nose into other people's fires. So I was looking in my lockbox, that's where I keep all my things in a Pennsylvania. It's Carol. Hold on. Done Disappeared is written and produced by me, John David, John David Booter. Edited by me, John David, John David Booter. Booter. Additional reporting for this episode by me, John David, John Booter. David Booter. Music by me, John Booter. And, and our Johan theme song Johan. is composed by Johan, Johan Johannesburg, <laughs> and me, John, John Booter. Booter. <laughs> Thanks for listening. What the fuck happened to Clara? Don't disappear. What happened to Miss Pockets? You're going to find out because you're going to listen to this shit. Jesus Christ! Dude, I'm telling you. You made me listen to this whole thing. And there's no fucking ending. There is an ending. Jesus and it's Christ. it's like five fucking seasons deep and it's fucking brilliant and so I love it. they haven't even solved it. It's one case? Clara Pockets? The first season is one case. Okay. Second season, he's like, I'm going to monetize the shit out of this podcast. Okay. And it's... Oh, how many minutes was that? 11 minutes. They're 11 quick. Minutes. They're like okay. they're like 10, 12 minute episodes. You're, you're, you're okay. in and out. Like Why you ride the work. seasons? Because that's people who take breaks. Like, we yeah. don't ever really take a break. Except for around Christmas time. We didn't really this year. No. 
Um, but yeah, I don't really get the whole season thing. I but don't get that. but it is funny because like, how would you break our se- our episodes? <laughs> like every ten episodes is one season. Well, we would if we were going to do seasons, we'd figure out how how many. We'd figure out the time that we were going to podcast. Like, say we're going to podcast uh, eight months of the year. And then if you're going to podcast every week or every other week, you'd have to figure out how many episodes that is, and then you break it down. All right. This beer has got me a little... uh, Buzzed? Yeah. So you're talking to me, and I'm like trying to understand, but it's at the same time, I'm like, just shut up so I can pee. Okay. Um, (laughs) Anyway, done to disappear. It's fucking... I I already like it. So the guy's guy's name is Sword and Scale, right? Um, You know, Mike Boudet from Sword and Scale. It's Shovel and Pale with Mitch Robert. And he's like, all of his tr- Twitter trolls, like, seriously, he makes fun of all uh, these fucking podcasts. Oh, are we on there? No, we're Damn not. Damn it. We haven't made that mainstream yet? We don't do, like, solid true crime shit the way that the... Like, there's true crime podcasts that will, like, take one case and, and do, like... 20 fucking episodes around no, one case. that's too much. I mean, it's not if you're going to do a deep dive. Like, if, if that's what you want to do, like, because it, it does work. Right, what case would you want to do a deep dive on? Let's ask that question. Would I? Okay, so most of these true crime podcasts are like unsolved kind of things. So you asked me what unsolved case would I like to do a mm-hmm. deep dive on? The Black Dahlia. The Black Dahlia? I would love to do a deep dive on That'd that. Awesome. That bitch was cut in half. Yeah. The first cattle mutilation <laughs> human. She was sprawled out. She was definitely yeah. cut in half. Yeah. Uh, they could, they could. Uh, it, it was like some medical procedure where if you like separate some vertebrae, yeah. it literally would. Sh- I actually looked it up recently. And was looking at the photos. I'm yeah, like, it's disgusting. They fucking did the glass. Yeah, they did the, the Glasgow mm-hmm. smile where yep. they cut her uh, like the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, so the black dahlia. Uh, that would be an interesting deep dive because I feel like somebody who did that was definitely probably military who had some medical experience mm-hmm. is kind of ha- how I feel in that case, especially for the time frame. I think I would want to do a deep dive into. What was her name? The black dahlia short. Uh, what... Elizabeth short. Elizabeth short. Um, yeah. I would probably want to do a deep dive into Jack the Ripper only because it extends to America and you have a lot of H.H. Holmes. He wasn't Jack no, the Ripper. No, he wasn't Jack But no, it extends to America, and a lot of people think that now that it was a woman. Okay. I I think that there's a lot to I digest. hear that. I don't think it was. I'm just saying. Only, only yeah. for the fact is, I feel like this was a person who was physically, I feel like Jack the Ripper was a physical person who was able to subdue people, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think a woman, unless, But what if maybe. she ran a brothel? What does that have to do with anything? What if she ran the girls? And what if she sold body parts on the side? That still makes no sense to the case. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's so many different. I know, variables I know, but that, but that case. doesn't make sense. Like you're just telling me, random hookers are going to wind up dead. To me, that, to me, that is a. So if you if you look at the psychology of killers, that mm-hmm. would not be a female killer. That would be a male person I mean, who has a problem with female. We've been proved many times that profiling serial killers does not work. Depends I mean, on the case. The, what was it? Uh, the Craigslist killer? The guy who ate people? No. No. The, the hammer guy? No. The Craigslist killer was like a college student who was like all American boy. Like no one suspected anything. And he went around and killed like all these women from Craigslist. 
All right. Um, and then let's see. Uh, the DC sniper. What does that have anything I to do with no. this? No, but what I'm saying is profiling. Because when they were talking about the DC sniper and stuff like that, what did they say about them? Tell me, I'm not really familiar with it. They said that, that it was a white man. It was going to be uh, a man, uh, psychological issues, bipolar, lonely, um, all this stuff. Turned out it was a black man and a kid. It was completely opposite of what the profile. I get that. But I don't understand where, how that ties the two together. I'm just saying you can't profile. Women are capable of things, even if you don't. No, they, they now, are. Is it weird that maybe a woman did that? All I'm saying is that I think the Jack the Ripper thing ex- extends different areas. And I feel like if I was ever going to do like a serious, not serious, uh, a seasoned podcast, it would be on Jack the Ripper because I think that there's just a lot there. There is a lot there. And then it could le- even lead to but, the Black Dahlia. I don't think that Jack the Ripper was a female. Only for the way that the killings took place. Now, take out the... the You could take out the profiling all you want. It doesn't matter to me. To me, that would, they were killings of... That... The way that those women were killed and the fashion that they were killed in, to me, screams male. Okay. Um, I could be wrong, but I... You know... It is what it, there's a look, lot of variables in that case, and it, I feel like I could take a deep dive in that case. Y- yeah, there's a lot there. Um, yeah, you got to take a time out. You got to pee. I've been having to pee. You got to pee. You got to pee. You got to pee. I got to pee. I got to pee. I got to pee. Squirrel. I got to pee. I got to pee. I got to pee. Squirrel. Remember, you have to edit. Come on, it's Halloween. We gotta hook up in a graveyard. Do we, though? Tyler, what's happening? I don't know. (laughs) On Halloween, your breath is taken. For tonight, the dead awaken. Listen well, our living friends, and hear how we all met our ends. <laughs> I was a captain at my ship's okay. wheel, a heart of gold and nerves of steel. I fell overboard one night so dark, and I swam just fine, but so did the shark. <laughs> <laughs> Debutante, the belle of the ball. Men would chase me from spring to fall. I never met a flame that I couldn't handle until my gown met a candle. <laughs> I don't know what to We can skip me. Happy Halloween. <laughs> it gets better. Have you ever seen this? Is that all he's going to do? Yeah, I was wondering the same. It, it, that was it? Yes, skip me. Okay, I'll go then. Nobody has ever skipped before. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was a miner digging for gold. Then one day I hit the mother load. I grabbed a cigar, gave it a light. Turned out my stogie was dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Everyone did great. And I think we're done here, right? <laughs> no, uh-uh, 
It's the ditty of the damned. All four of us have a tale to tell of our deaths the before we can go back damned. to our graves. That's how it works. So come on. Yeah, here's the thing. My death was a real you had to be there situation. <laughs> Needs a lot of context. I don't want to waste anybody's time. Sing now. <laughs> oh my God, fine. I'll go. This is great. Ready? Fucked up. <laughs> One dark night with the moon so red, what killed me happened and now I'm dead. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Sweet. Wait, but like, how did you die? Ha ghost never tells. <laughs> they do though, that's what this whole song is about. Is he allowed to be vague like that? He is not. <laughs> All right. It's gonna sound way worse than it actually is. You guys know what a nine volt battery is, right? It's important for the song. At 12 years old, I sat on a nine volt. It gave my hiney a quick little jolt. I liked how it felt, so I did it a lot. But I built up a tolerance to lower watts. And then I realized there's no higher volt than the one that comes from a lightning bolt. So oh, one stormy night, I went to my roof and I put a metal pole in my ass. Yo, why y'all? <laughs> Y'all are looking at me like I'm some sort of freak or something. No one is judging you. Yes, you are. Look at that owl. Yeah. Oh, forget about the owl. Just finish the song. Okay, got. All right, everybody remember where we left off? Yes. You're on the roof with a pole in your ass. <laughs> We're done the same thing myself. Really? No, man, it's weird as hell. Just go. Whatever. Like Benjamin Franklin with his key and kite, that lightning hit my pole that night. I squealed with delight, but I quickly stopped when my insides fried and my colon popped and my ass burnt off and my thing caught on fire and my face caught on fire and I went in my pants. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you, man? Nothing. I was a kid, man. Kids do weird stuff. <laughs> you died in your 20s. Whatever. <laughs> Let's just finish the song. Listen to the dead, the voices of the past, and live every day like it's your last. Happy Halloween. Anyway, there you so go. So every day is Halloween to me. I love Halloween. How do we get this computer to work back up? Uh, so today, tonight, we're going to be talking about Esther Cox. Huh? Uh, What's her name? <laughs> Esther Cox. She was not a cock gobbler. She was a conduit for a poltergeist. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that was funny. Why didn't you laugh? Can well, you turn that off? I can hear, I can hear, I can hear a, a zzz. Can you? Are you enjoying the garlic bread and entire small chicken? Yeah! The so evil Kenan, times. Keenan has the longest term on SNL. He's been on the show the long, longest yep, at this yep, point. Yep, recently, yeah. yeah, they just announced that, so yeah. it's awesome. Uh, uh, just a little side note, so uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Uh, who's How on SNL. How does he get all the chicks he gets? 
you know, it's the tattoo. Okay, so I'm going to explain this right now. So he has his new stand-up out, right? And it's 49 minutes, so just watch it. It's not that... And it's okay funny. He says some things about Ariana Grande and stuff. Uh, How did he bang her? So here's the thing. He's oddly attractive because it's like Remy Malik almost. Like, there's just that spark. And they like if a guy can make you laugh or like... Is that the key to it? Yeah, it really is. And like, okay, and I'm not going to lie. Pete Davidson is hot because he has tattoos everywhere. And like, he talks about fucking weird shit i so i am i am weirdly attracted to him for some reason but i cannot reach out to him because he doesn't have any social media (laughs) okay so if anybody out there knows pete davidson hook me up all right unless bruce willis is on the plate and then fuck pete davidson and i'll take bruce willis okay (laughs) a piece of shit cop out fuck you listen okay listen linda as bad as kevin james linda fuck Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was hilarious. Side note. So, okay, I'm one of those people that leaves, like, IMDb reviews. Do you? I used to. Okay. I have So, been if I really... It's been a while. If I really like... There's a throwback. Old podcast yes, as we get that one. As I digress. <laughs> as I digress. Uh, I digress. So... There's so many negative. So, if I sincerely like a movie or if I su- sincerely hate a movie, I will leave a comment. I'm never. I'm like, ah, oh, it's all right. Like I never leave a comment. Then, uh, I left a comment for Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I thought it was very. It was delicious. I ate it all up. It was a great film for what it was. It was like you said, slut fan serviced, basically. Uh, and I'm very mad at the way IMDb organizes these reviews because i left my review early uh, later than a lot of these or no earlier than a lot of these people but a lot of people that are counting that they're saying one out of ten stars and stuff like that they're at the top like it's weird how like they rate it like like they already have an algorithm like we want you to hate this type thing i just wanted to say that real quick it's i have a problem i have a problem with imdb with that so, I can't speak upon that because I don't know enough about it. I'll look into it. Okay, look into it. If you want me to. Look into it. Do you want me to research this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, yes. Because I was very upset because I didn't see my comment and I got a confirmation from IMDb saying that my stuff was published, but it's like five pages deep, way past like all like the ones and twos, like all the positive comments are like at the end towards like nowhere. So if you go on Instagram and you search the term hashtag bubble thought, I don't Let's even see. know what that was. <laughs> I just made that up again. Let's see what happens. Bubble uh, thought. Bubble All thought. Right. I'm curious to see what happens on that one. Um, I don't know what's going to happen Let's there. Let's see. There's got to be something there, right? I know, right? What is up with you and bubbles? Did I say bubbles again? Yes. What was there earlier? It says auto thoughts roll out. That's the only auto post. thoughts. Okay, so it's transformers. <laughs> That's the only post on there <laughs> with the hashtag thought B. Auto thoughts. Hashtag thought B. <laughs> yeah, you said bubble Nazi, bubble I don't Hitler, know what I something, said something. I don't know. All right, so Esther Cox. Was a late was a young woman. <laughs> the only thing that shows up is auto thoughts roll out. I know out. that's what I said. 
Doesn't that sound like it would be something though? Yeah, bubble a bubble butt. thought, like a bubble butt, right? Or bubble like butt, bubble butt. I don't know what's up with you and bubbles right now though, but okay. Bubbles. Um, so Esther Cox was a young lady, uh, born in Nova Scotia, Canada. Nova Scotia. Which was which incident? Shag Harbor. Okay, and what was the other one? Maury Island. And were they two separate ones? Yeah, they were. Ha! <laughs> I can admit it though, monkeys, monkeys. You put your phone down. Monkeys. You were monkeys. You were monkeys. Up. Okay, first of all, okay. Monkeys. Okay, there was no credible evidence monkeys. to support monkeys in the Hopkinsville Goblin case. But it still was a theory. Brought upon people years later. Still was a theory that we overlooked. Look, I can admit it. It's I fine. I admit it. I said, it's look, good. I texted you. I said, yes, there is mention of the monkeys. However. Anyway, bubble thought. Yes. Um. So Esther Cox uh, was in Nova Scotia, Canada. Between she was um, between 1878 and 1879, she was the victim of a poltergeist invasion. You, you know, um, one of the first things you'll read about her is the fact that supposedly she was only up to, as of like a nine month old child, she was only five pounds. They said she would fit in her mom, her mom's hand, and she loved pickles. Weird. That's another one that I read. Yeah. Weird. So, Continue. Um, she the, so all signs point to her being a regular child. I mean, she was very quiet and Go timid. Go ahead and pull up my notes. Go ahead. I have a handwritten No, you have notes. things. Let, let me s- oh. skim through oh, your stuff. Oh, skim through this thing. <laughs> yeah, let me skim through that. Um, so her childhood doesn't matter at this point um, because... At one point, she goes on this drive with with a family fr- with a friend that she's which is kind of when time. a lot of this starts. Yes. Um, on did be- we say who we were talking about? Yes. Look, I've had a lot to drink. Yes, in August 1878, uh, she the Amherst. Was- we yes. said Esther Cox, but did we say the Amherst uh, mystery? Amherst mystery. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we are covering the Amherst mystery. <laughs> I don't think we said it at all. I think we said it earlier. We may have, but I'm just saying it again, just so you pe- okay. people know. So. She was the victim Rick, of a sexual. This beer is awesome, yeah. dude. We drank it all. Yeah, it's very good and very high in alcohol content. <laughs> I only got a little bit left, like literally, like. Uh, no, we have one so. left, and we're like. Anyway, we're like sipping it, like <laughs> drop here, drop there. Uh, so she was sexually assaulted by a guy named Bob McNeil, who well, was a shoemaker. Hold on, we don't really know if she was sexually assaulted, but we knew that an incident occurred. So, so the incident that happens is she's on this carriage ride which mm-hmm. you know every time i hear a carriage rides i think of like johnny depp and sleepy hollow i love that fucking movie i don't know why right so i think of like that that road you know yeah. where like the trees overlap and, and it's like creepy rocky, like yeah and the horses yeah you know um so they're they're on this ride and apparently he you know does this he kind of like pulls out a gun and says some shit to her kind of makes her feel a little weird um she basically laughs at at, at him in a way we don't really know if there was any rape but we kind of know that like his intention was there yes. right so so his intention was definitely there but we don't really know what happened at that point but there was an incident with there this was man an incident with McNeil. with this man that you know basically she she claimed that nothing happened that he drove her right back home or that no she ended up escaping in another carriage right and leaving yes. him in the dust Sort of, yeah. I guess you could say that. Literally in the dust. Uh, I don't know. Like, what is she? Like a Flintstone kicking up dust? No, but there's horses, carriages. Kick the dust up. (laughs) 
so after this incident, this is kind of the incident that kicks, kicks it all it off, off, right? Yeah. Um, because this is when all the weird shit starts happening to her. So all- one night, so they she lives in a crowded cottage with her family, with a bunch of her family members. Right. Uh, and Way too many night, people for yes, this house. Yes. One night, her and um, her cousin, who she's sharing a bed with, feel like something's crawling in their sheets, and they think that it's a mouse. And they wake up, and they scream, blah, blah, blah. The family comes. There's nothing there. So then the following night, they have the same incident happen. But they claim that they also heard strange noises coming from a box of fabric underneath the bed. And when the two girls went to investigate, the box, like, leapt on its own. And crashed into another... Like, it didn't want to be touched. Like, don't fuck with me. Basically, <laughs> it balled itself up and shot itself into yes, a corner. basically. Basically. Um, so then the third night happened. And she woke... Like... She went to bed early that night. And then she woke up and she was tearing at her clothes. And she was crying and she was saying she was dying. One thing that she claimed that is that every time that she had an incident like this, she would she would claim that she was like swelling. Mm-hmm. So she would claim that she was swelling up, and by all accounts, everybody who witnessed her would look yes. at her and say that she was fucking swelling. So this is a very well documented yeah. case, even to the point where Esther or her family, Esther's family, even calls in a doctor who mm-hmm. comes in and witnesses. Yes, all this weird shit happen. Yes. So one one night they all so before the doctors called in they all have an incident where she's waking up she's swelling she's blistering hot she she's screaming she's crying and they call and the sheets are like moving on their own yeah they like ball themselves up and, and then shoot like off. throw themselves yeah. so like the family like I th- uh, the three women actually the man left because he was terrified well there was yeah there was a group of people yeah they like had to sit on the edge of the bed to keep the sheets from like they tried and even at that point like the pillow would shoot out even well, when they got when the, the doctor yeah. so when, when they the got doc- the doctor so then they called a doctor because they didn't know what to do uh she seemed to be like in fair health it was just that these moments she would swell and all this stuff like so they were confused so they called in a doctor kind of um, reminded me of what's this david Duchovny on not Duchovny, De- De Toski on Project Blue Book when he appeared in the forest and was like, I am a demon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, what? This took a turn. Just walking through the fire and they're like, what? This took a turn. <laughs> I, I just thought that was weird. Um, So a doctor came to examine her and said that he would stay the night because it seems that most of these incidences would happen at night. Mm-hmm. So as he stayed there at night, he would, he would hear this knocking. And he would also see the pillow move from underneath her it would, head. It would shoot out. Yeah. And he would, like, place it back, mm. and then it would do it again. Yep. No interferences her between any any. Sheets would ball up and f- fly off the sides of the, of the bed. It was fucked up. Yes. Like, this guy, like, witnessed this shit. Yes, there was scratching noises um, on the wall, and at one point, he what, Are you even... going to say what it read? Yes. What did it say? Um, at Est- one point, he Esther said... Esther will die, or... He, he said that he heard... They heard a metal tool like on the wall, and they looked up. His name was Doctor Karate. Um, Esther Cox, you are mine to kill. There you go. Which they think was by Bojob Teat, whatever his name was. Bojob Teat. Whatever the guy's name was. Bob. What was the guy's name in the carriage? Bob. Bob what? 
McNeil. There you go. <laughs> what the fuck? Where did you go with that? <clears throat> well, they think that that guy. I haven't gotten to there yet, Michael. So at this point, so, so okay, I'm, uh, you confused me here for a second. Um, bow, bow down to you. So they fuck? saw this happen. They right. they witnessed it happen as it was happening. It wasn't like they walked Supposedly, into the room and it was right? there. So, that's that's uh, that's what they claim. Yes, but there are multiple witnesses to right. these accounts. Um, and supposedly uh, plaster would like tear off the wall and then land at his feet right. randomly. Uh, and supposedly that lasted for about two hours. And then the house And then she silent. would she would like, <gasps> and then like calm down and like everything would stop. Yeah. Uh, he ended up coming back a couple nights and he experienced these, what he called miracles, air quotes. Um, but they would intensify. Oh, I have a screenshot. I wrote screenshot to read. Hold At, on. Are you going to get into the point of when she went away? No, not yet. Right. So um, this is from the doctor. Uh, they floated about a foot off the floor. They looked like clergymen. He saw these shapes, uh, but wore hats similar to Hamburg style. The faces were not clearly discernible, for the hats partly hid and shaded them. The eyes of all three figures suddenly lit up like flashlight bulbs. They seemed to burn into my soul as the pains above my eyes became almost unbearable. Interesting. So... He witnessed not only these events take place, but he also witnessed beings that he could not explain. See, look, I'm trying. Um, furniture would move, like with any poltergeist activity. Um, things would flip. Uh, things would slam against the, the doors, the floors. Uh, fires would erupt. Loud noises. Um, knives and forks would be thrown. Uh, marks would appear on her randomly and they would witness this stuff. Yeah, this is pretty well documented. Yes. Um, and at one point, uh, she was talking to a neighbor friend and a pocket knife that the boy had in his hand was actually like thrown, like it pulled from his hand and like jabbed into her. Right. So. Stabbed her in the back. That's. What the account says. Right. This this is a weird one, right? Yes, it really is. Um, and supposedly the entity followed her wherever she went, even when she went into church. So she was... There was a point where where she did leave, and the the, the incidences stopped. She got di- uh, diphtheria. What? She, she was diagnosed with... Fuck. <laughs> Zephyluria. What yeah, the fuck is that? What, that's what it is, but I need to explain what it is exactly. Right, you do. You, okay? you do, because I don't know what that means. Uh, it's a very rare case. It's a, an infection of the nose and throat. Um, it's an airborne respiratory infection, basically. There you go. Uh, she was diagnosed with this, and at that, when she had that sickness, she was not affected mm-hmm. by well, whatever this entity was. Right, the sickness affected her, but the entity stopped. Yes. Right. It's like almost like, it was the entity was like, all right, well, it went dormant. I'm gonna take a breather while it you went, fucking die. It was like, <laughs> get better soon. Yeah. Hashtag hearts. <laughs> Hashtag love bug. <laughs> I bet you looked that up. You'll find something. <laughs> um, 
so she, she had no experiences, like we said, at that time. And she actually moved to a new area um, in New Brunswick to live for a little bit to recuperate after They that. moved their bedroom. Um, so these entities seem to be localized just towards Amherst. Whenever she would come back there, the entities or the poltergeist would take over. Right. It didn't seem no matter where she was in the house, just as long as she was in the house, the entities followed her. Or around. even in that like small patch of area. Right. Um, so she's after a while, she started to actually say the names of these ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, one was Bob nickel, who was a shoemaker. Good that old, was the first one. Good old Bob, the shoemaker. So, and the person who allegedly assaulted her, allegedly was named Bob McNeil. And he was a shoemaker. Wow. Bob okay. McNeil. Yeah. Uh, there was another one, Peter Cox, who was a relative Cox. at some time. Maggie Fisher. Good old Fisher. Jane Nickel. Old Jane. And Eliza McNeil. Goddamn Eliza. Now, if you notice, Nickel, McNeil, Bob, like it's kind of all in the same Bob McNeil. It's very similar to what the, the names. person who. The names. Yes. The person who basically assaulted her. Um, so then at this point, she would start having seizures. And they realized that there was like these knocking sessions on like the doors. So they actually, so the family started to communicate with whatever it was through knocking. Well, they decided that they were hearing these things and they were like, shit, well, let's just see if they'll communicate back with mm-hmm. us. So basically they were like, fuck it, let's give it a shot. Yeah. And that's when they were, they so, started asking new questions. So one walk, one knock was negative. One walk. <laughs> Two knocks. One walk. <laughs> Two knocks was unsure. Three knocks was yes. Mm-hmm. Um, How many walks was walk? <laughs> shut the fuck up. What was that old song? Waka waka. Knock three times on the ceiling if you want me. I don't me. know. Continue. Twice on the pipe. Look, I got to pee, the so. There is no. Go pee then. Pause it. I still have a lot to digest here. Jeez. Jesus. Jerry said that. You I know. I'm just going to gonna say it again. I'm just going to say it again. So when you edit it. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> so whenever she turned to return to Amherst, these things would happen to her. It only seemed to be in that house. Yes. Um, so at this point, you get Walter Hubble involved, who is an actor uh, during that period. And he is very intrigued by the case. And he ends up living in the cottage and says that he experiences a lot of the stuff that's going on. Because at this point, it was like a tourist attraction. And the family really didn't want it to be that way. It's just there was shit going on and they wanted answers. Mm -hmm. And nobody could provide answers. Uh, So this man comes in and he ends up talking her into doing a, um, a speaking tour. But people would belittle her. And bully her and harass her and say that she's lying and she's a fake and blah, blah, blah. Like, this isn't really happening. So she cut it off. She said, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this. Uh, at that point, she moved to um, another town. And she lived on a farm. And she was employed there. And at the farm, there was a fire. Now, the fires have been rapid throughout this whole thing. Like fire water would randomly boil for no reason. Um, whenever this entity was around. Uh, so fires were nothing new to her, but living on this farm, a fire occurred and burnt down 
this person's barn. And she was actually tried and sent to jail. Supposed to be four years. She only served one month for arson. Because they couldn't figure out how the fire started. What, what, like, what was happening. And she just wanted to be normal. Nothing ever followed her outside of Amherst. Mm-hmm. Except for that one incident. But we really don't really know. That could have been a thing, just a fluke thing. We we really it could. I mean, yeah, it's just it's one of those things. And she, but she was tried for arson. Uh, she was let, uh, you know, released after a month. Um, but many be many people actually visited Esther, and throughout the years, and the entity did seem to subside. She ended up getting married and having a child. And people all felt that. like she was very genuine in what she said. Like, yes, nothing was crazy. <coughs> now. Is this maybe trauma from whatever she experienced? Yes. Maybe it was psychological. You know? The fire or the... No, just the whole <laughs> thing. I mean, because you can make... As the human body, you can make your hum- your body do a lot of things. Right, but you can't make clo- clothes ball up and throw themselves in the corner. True. So to me, there there's something there. But again, like David has said, there's always magic. I get that. So, right, but yeah. but on the same side of that, when you have multiple people who are witness to one incident, and multiple say the co- collaborating thing, whereas this thing seemed to ball itself up and throw itself in the corner of the clothes specifically, um, and it was very violent, and you know the uh, pillow shooting out from underneath the head, like there was a lot of stuff that went on that kind of leads me to think that this was actually like some like if there if if there's real paranormal shit mm-hmm. this is probably one of them. So I actually did a little bit of digging on poltergeist cuz I you know you hear poltergeist you think of the movie and you know like you get you get confused between like a ghost a spirit and all that. It's confusing. So poltergeists are mischievous entities who'd want to cause harm to whoever that they're uh, attached to. Now, there's one theory, actually, that I thought was very interesting. Um, A lot of the times, these entities or these poltergeists seem to only affect young teenage women. A lot of of people think I have to do with (laughs) menstruation. So, because... Okay, so this kind of goes into Stranger Things, which is kind of funny. There's a lot of scientists who believe that humans are capable of more than what you know just the 3d world that we live in like we're capable of moving this last just by looking at it and they believe that during that time of, of puberty there's hormones that are uncontrollable there's a lot going on your period's happening and blah 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 and they think that it's creating this unconscious invisible telekinesis form of energy so this is actually a thing that people are actually thinking because if you actually think about like magnetism and gravity and like frequency it's still all a theory correct well no we know we can we can measure magnetism we can measure frequency we can measure but to how far and to what extent we know that it's an invisible force. It'll literally, like, when you look up the definitions of these things, an invisible force. That's gravity. That's the only it's thing that comes magnetism, up. Magnetism, all that. It all says No, an magnetism invisible, we can measure. But it all says an, an, an invisible force. So who's to say that these 
poltergeists are not created from these women creating this weird energy form that's causing things to be thrown this way but and it, that way. Well, it could and, be. And, it, it could, it could be, but I don't think it has anything to do with those forces, right? So, um, I think but this that this is a theory mm, I have to put forth, right? So, I think that um, there is things that we we can definitely measure magnetism because you can measure the strength of a magnet by how much the magnet can pick up. Um, you can also measure the only thing we can't really measure is gravity, right? Because that's the one thing that's like the invisible force. Um, <clears throat> but as far as beyond that, um, it is weird that a lot of these females who seem to be menstruating seem to have these problems. Now, I wonder if it has something to do with, um, what's that called when women, like, uh, I don't want to sound gross, where they, the tampon, uh, toxic... Toxic shock syndrome. There you go. What's that? But So, so that's... I wonder if that could play any part in this. Because that could maybe alter so your perception, most... your mind, yeah. your thoughts, your vision. Yeah could do a lot of different things but that doesn't explain the throwing or moving of objects no it does not and i think that's where it separates that's, right yeah so i think i i think that's what separates this case from like say a case where somebody like yeah where they might like to see something or so hear something or one say of the something theories is that the assault that happened um supposedly turned her into like a battery and she was like attracting and she was attracting all of this to her and she was just like the power. She was like the power source. Which goes into Possible. the whole, you I'm know. I'm going to need another piece of that pizza. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it was good. It was really good when it was hot, too, and even though I burnt the roof of my mouth. Uh, so there's a lot of theories on this. Uh, I was actually diving deep into poltergeist and stuff like that. Um, Alan Kardec uh, says that uh, belonging to the sixth sense class of the third world closely relates within the elements fire, air, earth, water. And he thinks that it's spontaneous recurring psychokinesis. Okay. I could see that. But I think that also could just be answered as just generalization of... But I mean... No, look, I, I think this is a legit case. Mm -hmm. I, I I totally think that, that Esther Cox definitely was tapping into something or something was tapping into her or maybe the house was a bat or a... A generator. Look, mm -hmm. something went down that seemed to um, coordinate with her and the house. Yeah. And that for some reason, maybe it's the frequency that they both were mm -hmm. on. Maybe it's just just a lot of different things bleeding together. Totally think that there was something to do with, with this. I, I definitely think that this is one case you can look at and say, there's too many people that witnessed this. Mm -hmm. There's too many pe people that saw certain things. There's too many unexplained phenomenon for me mm -hmm. to just count it all off as like um, the ramblings of a period ran woman or uh, whatever. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I just can't, I can't like buy that. You think that there's something there beyond there's <clears throat> just mass hysteria of all oh, she's faking it. Or... Too many people were involved in this and so, well, it would include yeah. everybody lying so Walter actually published a book um, after her death. Uh, I suppose we should said after her death, published the book. Uh, and he has like 16 signed affidavits in the book from doctors and stuff like that. That they witnessed this happen. Like they witnessed everything. And they're Which so is interesting. Confused. I mean, it is confusing. I mean, 
And now I'm not saying that like we don't know like when I talk about like magnetism frequency and all that, we're still learning what it is, is what I meant. So we don't know how it's affecting or how we can actually harness that energy in ourselves. Because we're all made of energy in itself. Okay. So it's possible that maybe these teenage girls do have something in them that allows them to tap into that. I think... You want to know what I really think? Okay. This is going to get weird. Okay. And I, I think I've explained this before in a, probably in a, other ways. I think that at moments in time, mm-hmm. things have a bleed through. Mm-hmm. And I think that rather, I don't think it has to do with person or place or thing. I just think that at some point, things intersect or something seems to happen that allows things that are just a little bit out of the ordinary or just a little uh, strange enough mm-hmm. to make us go, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Right. And I think, and those are the, like, those are the moments where like, you hear of things like women lifting cars off of children mm-hmm. and and people were like, well, that's just adrenaline. Well, that may be, but something's got to charge that yeah. adrenaline. Something's got to power that, right? Mm-hmm. Because the human muscle just it isn't there to yeah. be able to lift a car. Or you hear about Esther Cox here and you think to yourself, like, too many people saw this, too many people witnessed this. So you're like, something definitely happened. Uh, that allowed enough people to believe mm-hmm. that this, well, it didn't allow them to believe. They they did believe. It, so it was, an, 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 something happened that pushed these people to think, what the fuck is going on here, right? Mm-hmm. And it happens across the board, rather you look at it in any kind of, a, a lot of these UFO cases, or not just UFO Paranormal cases, pa- paranormal, high strange, strangest, whatever you want to categorize it. Because to me, I think it's all one and the same. Mm-hmm. I, I, the more I get into this, I, I think to myself that all of this is connected. All this is tied in. And it's just, I think it's another fucking dimension, another fucking so, tapping. There's another... actually this new quantum mechanics theory, and it says that instead of multiverses, we're basically running on two timelines. And I think we're running on many timelines. So, no, but there's this new theory, and it was actually kind of interesting the way that they described it. So, basically, you're running parallel Mm-hmm. to another timeline where you're going in reverse. So it's kind of like Benjamin Button, almost. Okay. So this timeline, you're young, blah, blah, blah. This time, you're old. And at some point, you intersect. Okay. And they think that that intersection between the new and the old is what's causing a lot of this paranormal events. <clears throat> I don't think it has anything to do to do with that p- specific. Mm-hmm. But here, here's what I will say. I think it has that's just to do a new with. theory I was looking into. Here, here's what I will, um, kind of like ha- how I envision. Right, you're a kid, mm-hmm. and you get the you know you get the bubble set. Mm-hmm. You, you, Have like your own bubbles. Maybe there's something to bubbles. <laughs> But, but oh, oh, hold on, hear, okay. hear me out. You blow a bunch of bubbles into the sky. Mm-hmm. 
every so often, one bubble will go and grab to another bubble, mm-hmm. right? And it attaches. Mm-hmm. And for that brief instant, those two bubbles are one. Mm-hmm. I think that's how all this is. Yeah, that's kind of explains the timeline that I'm saying. It's not about, it's just at certain moments, you become aligned, basically. Right, but I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with, in my mind, I don't think it has anything to do with timelines. I don't think it has anything to do with. Let me see if I can find it real quick. With theory, the way that, the way that it was said. I, in my mind, I feel like it's just random. It's just. You don't think that it has a purpose? It's just. No, I just think it's bleed through. Okay. I think it's just two things connecting together as one. So here it is. There's a theory that time runs backwards in parallel universes. Scientists have suggested that time might move in both directions in order to be perfectly symmetric like other laws of the universe. But for us, either direction would be perceived as forward. Right. So that's a better explanation of what I was saying. And look, if you have have a timeline of infinity, Mm -hmm. infinite timelines then Mm -hmm. uh, obviously you would have a timeline where it would be reversed right so Mm -hmm. like that would always be the case but to me i think it's as ran it's i think it's more random than that i think it's just as random and the reason why i keep going back to the bubble theory is because when you blow that bubble in in, Mm -hmm. into the sky you blow those group of bubbles you don't know what bubbles are going to grab yeah and i think i think that imagine that if you blow a group of let's just say 20 bubbles out right those 20 bubbles represent 20 different universes, right? Okay. And that every once in a while, one bubble will grab a hold of another bubble. And those two universes will I've always I've said it before, cosmic kiss. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's that moment that you get your paranormal experiences, you get your UFO experiences, you get your Bigfoot sightings, you get your mm-hmm. your weird cryptid Mothman style sightings. I think it's it's bleed through. And that's the only way that I that I can explain it. But I think it's as random no, I mean, as I that. I get that explanation. And I think it's agree and I think that. it's just as random as that. I don't think remember, there's kinda, I don't think there's anything that is like pulling one to the other. I don't think there's any like order to it. I just think that moments in time that are strange and I think Skinwalker Ranch is mm-hmm. a perfect e- example. I think Project Blue Book is actually doing that next week. Uh, I think Skinwalker, well, they wouldn't be able to do that really. They're doing something, Ranch. Hold on. It's not Skinwalker because Skinwalker didn't become a thing Hold until on. the 90s. They're, um, they're taking a lot of liberties. They're not doing Skinwalker, it's Ranch. Something I, with I, ranch. I, I saw the thing, the trailer. It's not Skinwalker. Um, Curse of the Skinwalker. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> it's not the skin. Skinwalker did not become um, that. I did see uh, where it was a shape shifting thing, but that. Head to a Utah ranch to investigate Get the fuck a out of here. You, the Skinwalker Ranch did not become a thing until the 90s. I, I'm just telling you. No, I believe you because I remember seeing the trailer for a shape-shifting <laughs> thing, but there, I didn't. Blue Book never fucking. No, but I or, think hold that, on. I think that there was another. Hold on. I think that there was another no, instance where there was um, a Native American Skinwalkers. What was that one? There was a different time 
All right, we're jumping off track. Let, let's let yeah, let's okay. kind of tie it back to what we were saying. So no, but no, I agree with you. I mean, we kind of always said it. We agreed on that so, whole thing of like so my bubble bug, analogy the bubble comes down and it's right. Switched, so my you know? so I I know it sounds stupid, but no, my it my sounds very good. my bubble analogy where you blow up on and I think that it's just as random as that. And I think that Esther Cox that for that moment that whatever whatever that tied her to that or mm. or tethered her to whatever i think it was just it was that okay. and i and to me that's that explains all this shit to me mm-hmm. like to me i th- when i think to myself i think it's all one and the same and i think you categorize it all as high strength strangers mm-hmm. the more i dive into all these different things and the weird things that go on i strongly think that it's 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 becoming to me more and more that they don't exist in our world, whereas mm-hmm. we all exist. Uh, remember in that separate episode, of Reggie something? Yeah. And he kept going <laughs> alternate dimensions, and then that dad was like, "That's fucking you two on a T." Like we always talk about that shit. Like it's, it's. Well, I think and I think there's something to it, right? So, and too. and when I say dimensions, I necessarily don't just mean. That like every weird thing is on another plane, right? Or another dimension. No. I mean, we can only see, hear, smell, taste certain things. I mean, who's to say that there's not something right here next, that I'm not noticing? Next time you're outside and you got some bubbles, blow a group of bubbles in into the sky, right? And just okay. just observe what happens. I think it's just as random as that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, and I think just as random as the two bubbles are that touch, I think it's just as random as the instances that happen. Okay, so what about Edgar case. Casey? Just, do you think that was random, or do you think that was planned? Like, like a plan, like a cosmic plan for him to say those things. So hold on, do you think? Explain that to me a little bit more. Okay, so with this, we're talking about paranormal stuff and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You say it's High like strangers. a kiss from the cosmos. It's just random, blah blah cosmic blah. Cosmic kiss. Um, but when you think of like like what they say a prophet or a clairvoyant, um, like Edgar Casey, mm-hmm. what would you categorize that as on that level? Would you say that that's just random, or do you think that he was? No, I think he's one of those people that can tie into like. So, um, and the the only way that I can explain this is through my own experiences. So I know this mm-hmm. it might sound stupid, but. Um, growing up, what did dad always say that I was a- able to do? He said, I always said I was able to ab- absorb information, like as far mm-hmm. as like sports knowledge goes, like remembering all these mm-hmm. different things. And I was able to spit it back out like, you know, the week, mm-hmm. week after I used to watch a lot of games and I'd be able to do that. Yeah. And I, I think that Edgar Casey is just that times 10, right? He was one of those people that were able to put himself in a mental place mm-hmm. that was, th- this might not make sense, but I'm going to explain to you the, be- the best way that okay. I can think of it. And that he could put himself in a neutral place that allowed him to observe and collect those thoughts, those, that information and be able to relay it through the Akashic record. Mm-hmm. Um, So do you think that he was like a random anomaly? I think his thoughts that came to him were random, but I don't think he was random. I think he was a conduit for information, Mm -hmm. but I think the thoughts that came through him were probably random. Okay. So there's some variables. I mean, honestly, with all this, it's all kind of theory and kind of, I mean, 
50 years ago, a magnet would get you killed for witchcraft. Right. So, I mean, we don't, I mean, we got a, <laughs> it's cultural context. I always try and think of like from every aspect, right? Yeah. Like I always try and like, if somebody's like, okay, if they present me a, sit, uh, a case or a situation, I try and look at it from every, mm-hmm. every, every possible way that you could say like, all right, like uh, here, you know, like it, I'm trying to explain. So, like, if somebody like this Esther Cox story, like, mm-hmm. all right, so people, so people, the skeptics would say, well, she was probably making a lot of this up. Okay, she could have been right. Mm-hmm. Like, there, look, that it is a time where people made a lot of weird shit up. But then, when you really look at the amount of people that it would have took, mm-hmm. you're looking at like a dozen people. That all saw that witnessed something that all yeah. would have had to lie, and you're also looking at doctors, like. And I think at one point the doctor even went outside and he said he heard a trumpet, and he heard something beating on the house, and he walked around and there was nothing beating on the house, like he investigated. Too many people witnessed things together. You gonna take the rest of that? Well, I was just gonna give me. You can have the rest one. of it if you want it. Okay. Um, well, too thanks. many people witnessed what went on for it all to be bullshit, yes. right? So, like, if you have a group of, like, ten people and they all and, and seven of them come to me and say, look, it was bullshit, but only three of them, I, I would say, all right, you know, like, there a lot of people say it's, mm, you know, it's numbers lead to one way. But when you got 95 to 99% of the people that were involved all saying something happened. Yeah. Something happened. Mm-hmm. Rather, no, no, no matter, even if it's, even if it's, even if she caused it, rather, even if she causes it fucking through her mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like some sort of fucking carry type shit. Yeah. That's still fucking high strangeness. Right. And again, that kind of leads the whole, to the whole young women being like it, able but, to do tele- telekinesis because their bodies are going, they're like charging and generating. And if, and, if, in, like I said, I'm starting to group a lot of these things into more of a high strangeness category because I, I think they are all one and the mm-hmm. same. I, I strongly do. And I think this is an, another point in time where we just had... We were able to witness something fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think it was at a peak time, right? So this was happened in the uh, late 1800s. Uh, yeah, right about the 19th so century. This is the peak time, you know, like mesmerism is becoming a thing. The Fox mm-hmm. sisters are, are are or are about to be um, a big deal. Like, so, like... This is I, the dawn of, like, seances and... Yeah, spiritualism. Mm-hmm. It's definitely that. And I feel like this is a, this is a perfect... It was a, a, a boiling pot for that. Mm-hmm. Now... That could have created this whole instance, or this instance could have created that. It's or it could all be one and the same. It really yeah. does. It really doesn't matter. Because um, to me, at the end of the day, when you sit back and you look at it, too many people witness something weird mm-hmm. for it all to be bullshit. It's like the fat of a. That's my problem. Yeah. What over three thousand people witnessed something happen in the that. sky? Yeah, but about you know. On average, but it's about three thousand people that saw something in the sky mm-hmm. that they said looked like the Virgin Mary. I seen her in my toast. <laughs> Jesus. I have not. Everybody's seen it, but now like it's weird because like I was like doing some weird random research and like you know like people say like they cry tears and stuff. I'm like, are you sure that wasn't Ebola? Because <laughs> I was, like, you bleed through your eyes and shit. 
Like, it's like one of those things, like, you, as you get older, you realize. Like, I always wanted to believe, like, flying saucers and aliens existed. And I still do to an extent. But I know that a lot of what I grew up knowing as a flying saucer was just a military operation. You Here, know what I mean? Here's what I'll say. Nuts and bolts, things you see in mm-hmm. the sky, that's military. Mm-hmm. Things in your thoughts, your dreams, and your imagination, mm-hmm. that's the stuff you got to be worried about. Yeah. That creates your whole life. What you think is what you become. Nuts and bolts, that's military. Everything else. Mm-hmm. I've had some, like, I've explained 9/11 to you. 9-11 was still an inside job. I've explained to you, <laughs> I've had some paranormal experiences mm-hmm. in, in my life. Look, there's something okay. out there. wait, wait. I don't think we talked about this. I had a paranormal experience to Explain. the point where I had to call Julie and them because I was freaking out. You were drunk. No. It was in the, Okay, so I, I painted the hallway. I was painting the hallway, and then I go downstairs, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a nap before we go out to this comic thing because um, like we had to be at Julie's house at like 5.30 in the afternoon or like the evening, and I'm like, this is super early for us to start drinking. So I took a nap, and... I hear my like I hear my alarm go off. I usually set three alarms. I hear it go off, and I'm conscious enough to turn off my alarm and look at the time. And I'm like, oh, I still got like five minutes for my next alarm goes off. And I hear Becky, hmm, and I mumble, "Is that your alarm? Hmm. Are you gonna get up?" I literally jumped out of bed, thinking Mom was fucking alive. It was her fucking voice. I ran upstairs thinking that there was a fucking female in the house. I was home by myself. That could have been a lot of things. It could have been a lot of things. But I'm saying that's like the closest I've gotten to like a weird like occurrence where I literally had to call up Julie because like I literally walked upstairs thinking that mom was still alive. I was conscious enough to turn off my alarm and look at the time. And I remember responding to whatever this was. And it sounded like mom's voice. I've heard mom's voice since she's died. Yeah, it fucking freaked me but out. I th- but I think that's in my head. It could be. It could be. It could be. But it was very awkward. It was random. And if that's probably the closest to a weird high strangeness event as as I've gotten to. So we're going to watch a Simon Dan video before we get uh, out of okay. here. Since All we right. said we haven't done that in a while. And All we're right. at like two... 13. Okay. So let's watch a Simon Dan video. Just close your eyes and pick one. Well, hold on. I don't want to pick one that's 25 minutes <sighs> long. Oh, most of his shit's like 25 minutes long. Does he talk about the death of the flat earther? No, we not yet. Not. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Um, let's see. So we are going. Let's. All right. While well, he finds a video, guys, you can find us everywhere. Yeah, he wants to do that. XDExperience.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail. 1 802 483 Simon Dan, I will get you on the podcast eventually. Just you live on the other side of the fucking world that is round. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go give us a like uh, everywhere. We are now on Spotify as well as iTunes, uh, Talk Show, and all Caldwell. those places. Uh, I'm Inspector Gidget, and I think you should just play a song because Simon Dan, you cannot find a good video. Right I'm gonna second. find one. And we're gonna watch it. Okay, well I'm I'm waiting in anticipation. Good. Chills. They're multiplying. What's fake space blimps? 
I don't know. Click on it. Hold on. I'm looking for something Click good. on something, motherfucker. I want something good. <sighs> it looks like go. fortune cookies. Click on it. Look, you picked the one I wanted. Comments that I can lay before you. But, like a flat earther's train of thought, the ridiculous and the offensive roll into the station every single time. All right. It hit the flat earth. Hello everyone and welcome along to another comments video. My name is Simon Dan. Thank you very much for joining me. Now, as you all know, I am currently on a short break, but that doesn't stop me bowling my bowling ball of opinion into the headpin of debate. That is the Ooh, Simon like Dan's right, comment let's section. Let's kick this all off with Elmer Fudd, Life is like a box of something. He appeared on last month's comment section too. Come on then, Elmer. Let's see what you got. Bedpan Dan. Did the slobber nurse skip your round of medication, you ball-sucking idiot? Oh. Um, no, but it sounds like she missed yours. <laughs> I mean, your comment wasn't exactly coherent, was it? Let's see if you there has something better to say. Reported for your nudity. Please cover your face, it's offensive. <laughs> well, there you go. I've always said that I've got a face for radio. Not sure about the nudity comment, though. Good luck with that. ISE812 is up next. What say you, good sir? Shipman Dan and f**k the flat earth brainwashing shills into believing we live on a spinning ball with water that magically sticks to it. Joey will destroy both of you f**tards. We'll be left with Simon Dan and FTFE with their f**ks in each other's mouths. What well, what a picture you paint, ISE812. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, Joey has all the intellectual prowess of a plastic candlestick, and I'm sure when he engages in debate with FTFE, that will be plain for all to see. Right, who do we have next? Ah, yes, Jez1967. Away you go. Talking more shite as always, come face me, Mongo. Now, I've heard Jez talk before on a live stream. I won't play you any because you won't understand the word he's saying. But needless to say, he is absolutely clueless. <laughs> Next up is El Producto Numero Uno with a comments hat trick. Three months in a row for them. Let's see what they've got to say. Wow, Danny Gell, you have deleted hundreds of comments. Just look at the comment count, you dirty f***ing sodomite Danielle. You are Transman Dan, and watch out for the channel Transman Dan. There will be no Transman Dan. Not that that would be a bad thing if there was. And by the way, I have deleted no comments. Pat Kirksey, you are next to grace this video. What do you have to say? Thanks for the recognition, but you said the globe was a fact. Show me one real photograph of Earth from space, skinny pile of shit. What the I'm fuck? skinny, but probably way more than you. Brilliant. And here's your picture. <laughs> oh, I love the love. Next up, we have MC Universe Sacred Truth Keeper. Let's see what they've got to say. Scam man Dam is a simpleton. You are a complete dork. What's your best scientifically validated proof of Earth's curvature and spin, moron? Maybe you should refrain from switching between third and second person in your comment. Maybe then we'll understand you a bit better. Okay, next up is TX303, who says, Science aside, Simon Dan is devoid of charm and likability. You're welcome. I love him! Thank you. I think. With all due respect though, you don't really know me. See, Simon Dan, in case you haven't figured it out yet, 
Simon Dan is a grossly over-exaggerated caricature of the real me. Perhaps SKS has figured that out. Weasel Man Dan? Clearly not. <laughs> Disabler? Simon Dan is a butt pumper. Right. So what if I was? I'd still be right. CG? Sci-fag Dan? More homophobic slurs there. What wonderful human beings. Next up is Tim Osman. What does that little boy have to say this month? Sci-fi man Dan, I want to first all congratulate on failing in understanding what the Coriolis effect is when you tweeted at Nathan Oakley. I also wanted to mention the thumbnail of you is you daydreaming of giving blowjobs to all the mystic megs and pseudoscientists that you mentioned. Lovely. I just want to say to Nathan, thanks for letting me live rent-free in your head. <laughs> Let's see if Edward Harper makes more sense. Away you go, Edward. So you have absolutely no personality, and you're either fake or just super annoying. I would honestly hope for you to just disappear and leave the world alone. You are incredibly naive, and it's sad watching you act like the prescribed storyline fed to you by an agency that has been proven deceitful to the very people it controls as if it's facts. Please don't assume you have the truth if you are trusting liars to tell you anything. Okay, Edward, why did your spelling and grammar seem to deteriorate the further you went through <laughs> right. the comments? Perhaps it was the incessant frothing. <laughs> Let's see if Mike Kowalski has more chill. With a face like that, the only skill you're sharing is sucking a golf ball through a garden hose. Awesome! What would be the problem with that though? Sounds like an awesome skill to have. <laughs> right, next up is Tranquility Pyramids. Oh. I wonder what's on their minds. Sci-fi man Dan, you mental midget. Okay. Go lick some more windows and get out of your mum's basement. Better still, do a 360-degree pan of the room you're sitting in. Ha-ha, fake-ass clown. Um, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my makeup. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Bit weird. Perhaps certain citizen can fare better. I know Fokker personally, and he's a deep individual. Unlike you, lie man Dan, go to hell. <laughs> ah, yes, Mr. Fokker, the deep individual who calls me a paedophile at every opportunity he gets. The only thing deep about Mr. Fokker is his love of the color green. What's going on? I'm coming over the Patello Bridge. I'm like, it's green. I've never seen this much green. <laughs> Next up is Tina Boomerina. What say you, Tina? Hello, Dan. You need to get out of the house more. Your UK accent does not confer any authority, even though it should. While I don't care if the earth is a globe and I don't care what kind of flood caused the damage, I would like to know more than the bullshit taught in high school and college, and you have generally been zero help. Sorry about that, Tina. Um, let's continue and move on to William Wallace R., and see what they've got to say. I think you are either a shill or retard. Do some research, brother. Dan Dan, the wee silly man, washes his hair in a frying pan, combs his hair with a leg of a chair, Dan Dan, the silly wee man. What is that with Putting the excellent the rhyming skills aside there, William, you are literally saying nothing here. Perhaps James Aldridge over on Facebook has a comment with a bit more substance. This dweeb is a laughing stock. He actually helps Flat Earth's case. His proofs are laughable. 
He's only doing his channel because he thinks he has the support of mainstream science. He was obviously unpopular at school, and now he thinks he's Joe Rogan. Lol. <laughs> Bless him. Thanks for this, James. Um, actually, I was middle of the road when it came to popularity at school, and I do have the support of mainstream science. It's why I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> Sticking with Facebook for the next comment, we have John Perion, who says, Simon Dan is just the worst. I feel a bit bad that he has to wake up every day knowing he has to be him. I couldn't do it. Fuck you. Well, I realised, John, that waking up being me would be an information overload for your brain. <laughs> so I get that. You keep doing you. I'm sure you're very successful. <laughs> right, our last comment comes from regular commenter Uncool Ben. Oh, regular. Who says, You're gone in the head, you sad oh. Lovely. The retort of a beaten man there. Well, what a lovely array of comments from Flat Earthers and Tinfoilers there. Oh. I'm sure there will be a load more next month. Thank you very, very much for watching. If you enjoyed it today, then please, please do like and subscribe. All right, Simon. I've been Simon Dan. And I am I'll a tinfoiler and I Bye -bye. am very open. But you, you can be open, but also call bullshit when you have to. I don't yeah. know why I had the computer open. I don't know why. The whole time I was <laughs> I'm confused. used to it. The whole time I was confused. Well, you usually you stopped using the iPad. No, I still use And then the you were iPad. using the computer, and then you went back to using the computer. <laughs> and then if I get that other computer, it's going to be even worse. I don't even know what the fuck. There's too many screens. I, I got a computer! <laughs> check. Check, check. Check. Check, check. Something went weird. Open your laptop. I don't think that... Check, 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 check. check. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that had something to do with it? It fixed it, right? Now but it's now better. It's oh, wait. I hear a little static now. No, I don't. Okay, now we're good. Wow, that was weird. It's <laughs> weird. All right, let's get out of here. We're at all like right. two and a half Peace hours. out, Brussels sprouts. Keep it real, banana peel, diner fire, all, all y'all bitches. And I'm, I'm out. Out. Lighters. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.